0: And now, here's
1: Gene Steinberg. The co-host this week is Christopher O'Brien. We'll talk about our guests very shortly, but right now, let's kind of bring things up to date on current events. And there is an editorial that you wrote for the PowerCast newsletter, which we'll go into in a moment, but I read a story, what was it, a week or two ago, claiming that the UN had appointed someone to become the ambassador to E.T. And everybody's saying, ha, 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 ho, ho, ho. The U.N. Yeah. does a lot of wacky things. And now we're hearing what? This is not true?
2: What, Stephen Greer isn't our uh, ambassador to the universe? Uh, what's up with that? Well, I guess he wishes he were, but that's $800 a pop if you want his services, right? Oh, y- yeah. Well, that's for you to become one of humankind's ambassadors to the universe. Oh, I see. So he basically, he's the gatekeeper. Um, I'm not sure if he's gay, but yeah, he, he definitely is. Uh oh, uh
1: oh, something.
2: <laughs> gatekeeper? Gatekeeper. Oh, gatekeeper. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Um, I'm not sure if he's the gatekeeper, but he's sure uh, creating lots of little ambassadors to the universe out there, all raring to climb on board and represent our, uh, our species' interest out there in the big, bad beyond. Uh, I mean, get, good beyond, sorry. The thing I wonder about, of course, is this. Even if you
1: say you're the ambassador and E.T. comes a calling, E.T. doesn't have to accept your credentials. They could say, no, we don't want you. You know, take us to Obama. Take us to Castro. Take us to the head of China. You know, (laughs) take us to somebody in the desert and give them some pancakes. Here you go, Joe. Do you remember Joe Symington? Of course. Right. E.T. gives him pancakes. (laughs) And the reason he did that, by the way, the reason he staged that, I suspect it's because his wife said, you're a horrible cook. You can't even make pancakes. You know? <laughs> so, you know, this stuff is from outer space. Or strictly from hunger. Well, you're going to remain hungry if you try to eat those pancakes,
2: I'll tell you that much. Uh, hey, little, sprinkled with a little magnesium. Is that what does it? In, in a hair of zinc. <sighs> Maybe some aluminum silicate on top just for kind of a flavor. Okay, well, let me just write this down. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, if you really want to, if you hate somebody with a lot of passion, write this down very carefully. <laughs> and I'm not responsible, and certainly we're going to you know, have a legal disclaimer here at the end of the show. We are not responsible for the consequences if you attempt to make pancakes from this. This is recipe. bad
2: humor. Do not attempt this at home.
1: No. This is kind of like this silly joke that the late Soupy Sales once told on TV where he says, hey, kiddies, you go into that big bag that your mommy keeps, and inside there's a little thing called a change purse or a wallet. Open it up, take out all the money, and send it to me. Send it to Uncle Soupy. Yes. And Uncle Soupy got suspended from TV, I think, for that one. Yep. Let's talk about the newsletter. We have a newsletter available if you go to newsletter.thepowercast.com, com, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. And we don't inundate you with all sorts of crazy sales pitches. You know, it's primarily the newsletter and a few other special announcements. In any case, you had a guest editorial this past week. The title being, Are UFOs Now Being Taken Seriously? Do you think they are? Ooh, I think it's... Three
2: steps forward, two steps back. What are the two steps back before we get to the three steps forward? Well it's just the whole subject makes I think the media in general each anchor, reporter, and local news person. I think that there's still a bit of a, kind of a nervous giggle and twitch in their demeanor. But I think it's changing, especially in the mainstream media. National and international media I think is really starting to step up and look at this um, and give it a little bit of gravitas. Um, although I did see a um, MSMBC I think, had a English UFO expert on, and they showed what, what is clearly an insect, a large beetle flying, zipping right across in front of the camera. Of course, it's being misconstrued as a UFO and, I think there's, there's a downside to taking these things seriously as well. If you're looking at something that's obviously an artifact and you take it seriously and present it as the real thing, along with the word extraterrestrial, then uh, I think you're, you're doing as much harm as you are if you, uh, if you belittle the subject. The
1: problem you get there, of course, is people look at it and say, no,
2: that's fake. Therefore, all UFOs are fake. It can't be E.T. This is absurd. Exactly. I mean, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. Unfortunately, but we're getting, we're getting, uh, we're making progress and getting through it.
1: Well, one of the things I think that actually helped was Leslie Kane's book on UFOs, because she had all these former military officials coming in there, contributing chapters talking about their sightings. And I saw her on TV, and she made a pretty solid presentation, except for the way she was handled with Fox News. Now, Fox yeah. News can do weird stuff. And the way the set is situated, it wasn't just her with a backdrop. She was standing, but then it looked like the host and the co-host were on a platform looking down at her. Now, maybe it's because she's short (laughs) and they are taller people. I don't know. I don't know what Leslie Kane's height is. But she looked totally overwhelmed by these people. And she's doing a great performance. And the questions are pretty reasonable, except they were kind of snarky as they closed off the session. But, you know, it looks like she's looking up at these serious newscasters. And I thought right. the vibe
2: it created was really bad. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're going to have to maybe have our listeners fire off an email or two to Fox News. As if that's going to help. <laughs> hey, every every little bit helps, you know.
1: In any case here, before we discuss what this week's episode is about, where do you think this is going? Is there enough serious research now enough cooperation that maybe we can
2: get some headway after all these years you know i really i really think there is gene i think we're we're starting to find out i think collectively that um our preconceptions are front-loading if you will about what we're dealing with here uh, in terms of the ufo phenomenon and the paranormal in general i think what we're seeing is that just isn't washing anymore. People are realizing that, hey, we've been saying the same thing about this mystery for so long and yet we're not really seeming to make any headway. So it's it's the, the Ray Stanford's, the Ted Phillips, uh, the Douglas Trumbull and his new uh, multi-million dollar Hummer that he's outfitted as a mobile UFO research laboratory. Um, I think it's efforts like that in the realm of hard science that are really going to reinvigorate and re-excite people uh, into the to the actual hard science aspect of of this whole phenomenon, and I think that's where we're we're going to be headed. In, and, and it's I think we're actually headed in the right direction if that's the case. It won't be TV shows like the event. Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, unfortunately, it's. Um, I think the TV shows have been doing more harm than good. Sure, people are more open to the subject, but they're being programmed with. Um, I think sort of knee-jerk interpretations of what we're we're dealing with, uh, which may not be accurate, which probably are not accurate.
1: Well, you know, it's still the same problem, which is UFOs equal ET. And we've been saying on the Paracast for four and a half, close to five years now, that, okay, maybe it is ET, but we can't dismiss lots of other possibilities. Neighbors, I just want to let you know that our guest last week, Anthony Sanchez, has behaved in a very strange way since that episode. We got a letter from him where he said some sort of devastating event forced him to leave the UFO field. He temporarily closed his site and canceled publication of his book, UFO Highway. The very next day, he decided to change his mind. The book will be available first as an e-book. He's back in the field. Folks, you figure
2: it out. Today's discussion has Nothing whatsoever to do with UFOs. Well, we have an investigative associate of mine who I've actually uh, done a bit of work with out in the field in uh, some of the more haunted sites in the Midwest. Michael Esposito is an amazing guy. He's uh, a groundbreaking electronic voice phenomenon expert. He's been examining this whole emerging proto-scientific field of electronic voice phenomenon from a, from a very new and different way. He's very creative with his uh, knowledge and techniques and approaches to capturing what appear to be disembodied voices on electronic media, obviously, in an audio recording. We are going to present some of those recordings on this episode of the
1: PowerCast with Michael Esposito. Coming up next, our co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the paracast. I think I would have done better with Nicholas Redfern's laughter. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt. Hey neighbors, we have one more thing to talk about and that's more merchandise at the official Paracast store. We have hats, we have jackets, we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the Paracast logo at the official Paracast store. It's all now available at the official Paracast store store.theparacast.com
0: Good day, Peter Karanchenable from Midas Resources. Today is October 15, 2010. Gold opened this morning at thirteen eighty-three ninety. A one ounce gold coin can be purchased for 14 1974, 70987 for a half ounce, and 35493 for a quarter ounce. 1974, 70987, and 35493.
3: Again, the Congressional Budget Office sounds the alarm warning of Greek style US debt crises. CBO is drawing a parallel between US economy and the Greek economic meltdown debt to GDP climbing to unfamiliar territory and deficits rising to unsupportable levels. Hi, Ted Anderson. The federal debt and risk of financial crises document the CBO has published is a must-read for every American. Covering the risks of deficit spending, aging population, and rising interest rates spells economic disaster. Call today at 800-686-2237. I'll send it free. Again, call 800-686-2237. Ask for the CBO document. Call 800-686-2237 seven.
4: In a coming apart world, you need something to keep it tied together. That something is Atwood Rope, the highest quality rope made in the USA from exotic braids for military, rescue, arborists, boating, tow line, shipyard, or decoration. Quality rope at affordable prices you and your customers can depend on. Find a dealer or shop online at atwoodrope.net. Enter promo code RADIO to receive a free 100 feet of 550 paracord. Atwood Rope, working to keep the world tied together.
5: Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123cheapsolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123cheapsolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123cheapsolar.com in confusing times. Would a simple outlook on health and beauty make sense?
6: If you're tired of taking dry vitamins without noticing any results, then the Bogdana Nutritional Formula is for you. Easy to take and absorb.
7: The absorption of liquids is 98% in comparison to only 20% for dry vitamins.
6: For the past 25 years, Bogdana Rejuvenating Nutritional Formula has been proven to get results. Detox,
7: nourish, and rejuvenate your body with this one-of-a-kind supplement that contains 150 natural and organic nutrients.
6: And a one month's supply is less than a dollar per day.
7: Take charge of your health and feel the difference with Bogdana Liquid Vitamins or your money back.
6: Go to b o g d a n a com or call 1-800-234-5608.
7: That's BogdanaLiquidVitamins.com or call 800-234-5608.
6: Give your body what it needs and it will perform miracles in return. For inner health and outer beauty, feel the difference with Bogdana Liquid Vitamins today.
4: Bringing you the best in alternative talk radio for over 10 years. GCN. Great talk radio starts here.
2: Well, I hope somebody listened. I'm not going to be a part your pest when you're alive.
1: Well, I think that's going to be a top recording on the adult contemporary charts, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Our guest is Michael Esposito, and we're here to talk about EVP, which is not a drug that you take. You know, one of the ones you see on TV where if you take EVP, what's going to happen is if you basically don't follow the requirements you're going to suffer from 26,000 different side effects. What is EVP, Michael?
8: Well, I always recommend if people start doing EVP and they start seeing green to discontinue usage immediately. EVP, or electronic voice phenomena, is a phenomena that has been noticed ever since we've had the ability to record human voice. It's uh, recording voices of unknown origin or sounds of unknown origin, Some people claim that these sounds are from extraterrestrial in nature and some people feel that these sounds are from voices from the dead, either something in a residual mode that was uh, something spoken a long time ago and somehow captured in the atmosphere or in porous objects and regenerated somehow or actual interactive voices with disembodied individuals. Now, how was this discovered? Uh, actually, the first occurrence I have found of it being discovered was an individual, uh, Vladimir Borgos, who was part of a joint U.S. and Russian expedition to the northern regions of Alaska and Siberia. It was, it was sort of an ethnographic uh, expedition to record shaman and uh, other indigenous peoples of, of Siberia, including the Chukchi and other tribes, and their folk song and things like that. Vladimir Borgosis was recording a Chukchi shaman in his tent alone uh, who was doing a particular um, incantation for communicating with the dead. And on his Edison wax cylinder recorder, Uh, In 1901, captured voices in Russian and in English from individuals that weren't there or anyone near there at the time.
1: Did you actually hear the voices that were being recorded or did you listen later and hear things that didn't manifest themselves physically?
8: Well, Vladimir claimed um, when he, he came out with it a few years later that he didn't hear any of the voices at the time, but on um, playback of the wax cylinders, he was able to hear them. Uh, the actual cylinders themselves are kept in Indiana University, in Bloomington, Indiana, in their uh, cultural and ethnic music department. They have a, a great antique collection, but digital audio tapes of these recordings uh, are also kept at the Museum of Natural Science in, in Washington. I was able to get copies of these after about two years of trying. They're really closely held and uh, I did find the recordings and I did play them and I was able to hear the voices that, that Vladimir came, claimed to have caught. Um, since then there's been many, many instances of uh, during the 30s, the late 30s especially, and 40s, uh, 50s with uh, a well-known figure, uh, Friedrich Jurgensen, who was an opera singer, a papal artist, and an archaeologist who worked really closely with the Vatican, uh, was recording for... uh, Birdsong in his backyard, and and captured voices and, and captured voices of his mother calling him young Friedel, which was the she was the only person that actually used that term for him. Constantine, you know, from that point, he ended up on some television shows and, and pretty famous in, in Sweden and throughout Europe, and uh, electronic voice phenomena started to become known more popular. Constantine Rodive found out about his work and went and met Jurgensen and started his own research. From there um, in America uh, Sarah Eastup had heard of Constantine Rodive and Raymond Cass in England had also heard about Constantine Rodive and communicated with them and, and the whole thing just started to blossom from there. Before that in in the 30s uh, Von Schlesi uh, Victor Von Schlesi attempted some and was able to capture some voice phenomena. There was an incident where um, they captured some voices that they thought were German radio transmissions before World War II. And after the war, um, it was, the, you know, when the, once they cross-referenced re- the records of, of military communication what have you, found that the, the communications were not theirs. And... Prior to 1901 even, I'd like to point out, it's I think it's fairly relevant that uh, there were uh, what I would deem uh, not so much uh, instrumental transcommunication ITC, but actually EVP, where a ship just off the site where the Titanic went down, a few years after the Titanic went down, actually uh, was able to capture um, Morse code, SOS uh, transmissions from the Titanic and oh. log them. So, so there's e- even predating recorded um, um, sound. There, there was uh, s- instances of, of the uh, Morse code and, and other types of signaling, uh, phantom signaling, if you will, were captured.
1: Okay, the sounds <laughs> that were being recorded, and we'll hear a few samples in a few moments. The sounds that were being recorded, is it like an audible research test where you could basically think you hear something and maybe fill in the blanks, or are the voices or sounds distinct enough to know what's going on?
8: One of my favorite um, skeptics, and I I'm, I'm consider myself a scientist, so I... Um, I really, really like skeptical inquiry and, and people who have skeptical viewpoints because it really keeps my work on my toes and, and uh, keeps me going in new avenues of approach. Now, as far as Paradelia or, or Audio Rorschach goes, um, I worked quite a long time with um, trying to recreate Audio Rorschach and also working with speech pathologists. And based on the speech pathology work or the, the linguistic approach to it, there are many sounds that are created that can only be created by the human voice that animals and, and ambient, other types of ambient noises can't recreate. Of course, like the glottal stop, for instance, is one of them. And I did a, quite a bit of research and quite a bit of work on on the audio rorschach and also try to recreate the audio rorschach and and quite frankly rustling leaves sound like rustling leaves and um um even within the rustling leaves i would capture these voices that that laid on top of the the ambient noise or the um um, environmental noises that would have explained audio rorschach i'll tell you what we'll get into more of that in a moment michael
1: we have michael esposito and michael is going to be here to talk for the rest of the show about evp and what's all about how the sounds are captured what they might mean i'm gene steinberg you're in the paracast Okay, neighbors, here's the problem. Face-to-face business meetings with clients and colleagues are always going to be important. But business travel is a hassle, and it's often a complete waste of money. Well, here's a solution for you. Do more. Travel less with GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting is an award-winning online meeting service brought to you by Citrix. With just a click. Host sales presentations, training sessions, or product demos right from your own desk. Avoid the hassle of traveling and still exceed your sales goals. Plus, GoToMeeting is just $49 a month for unlimited online meetings. Plus, voice over IP and phone conferencing is included. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, visit gotomeeting.com slash podcast. Once again, go to meeting free for 45 days. Visit gotomeeting.comslash podcast.
9: Most people know that drinking pure high alkaline pH water is the most important factor in maintaining high energy and vibrant health. Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals. Using Plasma pH Drops is the best way to make your water alkaline. To help you get rid of acid and regain your health and energy, simply put 10 drops in the water you drink to raise the pH to a healthy level. Alkalizing water helps your body rid itself of acidic waste and increases the oxygen content of your body. Disease organisms like bacteria, viruses, and cancer cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops now by going directly to AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776 today.
10: Still worrying? From GMO to organic food in jeopardy divided by economic turmoil, there is still an answer. With just a little knowledge easily acquired, you will literally see food everywhere. Author Linda Runyon has these skills from having lived this way of life and created the tools so you could too. Wild food is economical, nutritious, freely available, abundant, and free for the taking. It is a skill that takes little time to learn, but stays with you for life. And now for a limited time, it's all on sale. It's called the Bye Bye Old Website Sale. Can you guess what's coming? Absolutely everything's on sale across the board, including our already discounted packages. And you know, the holidays are coming up fast. We don't know if we're going to have another sale this year. This was the only one in 2010 so far. We've been lucky to keep our prices the same since 2008, but who knows what the future will bring. So go to ofthefield.com now or call toll-free 1-888-51-EAT-FREE. That's ofthefield.com or call
11: 1-888-51-EAT-FREE and cross food off your to-do list. Hi, this is Alex Jones. Did you know that the global elite are now storing non-hybrid seeds in secret storage vaults near the Arctic Circle? Did you know that in a real meltdown, non-hybrid seeds can become more valuable than silver or gold? It's true. Seeds have outperformed even gold and silver before in this country, and it's possible that could even happen again. So our friends at Solutions from Science have put together the perfect mix of non-hybrid seeds. They call it a survival seed bank. And it can produce an endless supply of nutrient-dense food for you and your family. And here's the best part. These seeds have not been genetically modified in any way. And you actually get enough seeds to plant a full acre crisis garden. So visit them today at survivalseedbank.com. That's survivalseedbank.com. Or give them a call at 877-327-0365. That's 877-327-0365. Remember, in a real crisis non-hybrid seeds are the ultimate barter item. This is Alex Jones for SurvivalSeedBank.com. Tired of searching for great talk radio?
4: Search no more. It's good stuff. We are the GCN Radio Network. Genesis. Genesis. We want to hear from you.
0: If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com.
1: Chris O'Brien joins me as co-host this week. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Paracast. Michael Esposito is our guest. We're looking into electronic voice phenomenon, EVP trying to figure out what it's all about. Does it mean that we're actually hearing something from beyond, something from out there? Who knows? Now, Michael, is this something that you can just capture anywhere just by sticking a mic into a place where there's silence otherwise?
8: Uh, yeah, actually. I've recorded with countless different types of tools and, and countless um, uh, recording devices, everything from baby monitors to... Uh, Wire germanian crystal wire microphones literally you name it and uh, different types of methods holding the recorder setting the recorder down walking with the recorder what have you Um, i found holding the recorder seems to take the person's electromagnetic energy that we, we all have and actually acts as an amplifier to the recording i think one of the the main points to bring out about Recordings and, and something, one of the I do a lot of uh, research and, and develop a lot of theories on, on the work and call them postulates because obviously they're improved. But one of the postulates I've been working on recently has a lot to do with microsound theory and the, actually the origins of the vocoder and compression of sound. I think one of the, the reasons we're able to capture electronic voice phenomena is that electronic voice phenomena is broken into nanoseconds of what we call microsound little um, just fragments of duration and unlike the classical idea of uh, frequency duration where the shorter the duration the higher the frequency I think more in the quantum physics end of it in microsound theory where they draw a distinct uh, relationship between duration and frequency showing that frequency is independent of duration and you can actually have very short durations of sound that are in lower registers, lower frequencies. Our eardrums aren't able to pick them up.
1: I think well, Can we maybe define this a bit better. Not everybody sure. out there is an audio engineer, has done commercial, post-production, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So let's kind of take it from A, B, C, D. What does all this mean?
8: Yeah, basically, and and again, let me just stipulate: this, this is just a theory that I'm working on. Uh, but we create sound through our diaphragm pushing air up or creating pressure through our our vocal cords and forming a sort of audio uh, compression of that sound through our larynx and, and using our mouth and teeth, tongue, palate, what have you. And creating a compression of that sound that is able to be picked up by eardrums and uh, diaphragms and microphones and stuff. Once we die, that energy, that very same energy that creates speech, retains uh, the persistence of memory to create speech, although we don't have the faculties to do it anymore. So basically what we do is we use the ambient energy, the atmospheric molecules, and create nanoseconds or very small fragments of sound that can't normally be picked up by our eardrums. Now, the neat thing about it is even if you're looking at electromagnetic recorders, diaphragms and microphones, or even more so and more actively in digital recorders, one of the common components you have is the ability to compress sound. Now, In the vocoder, the way the vocoder worked was it split up the sound, ran it alongside of electromagnetic noise, ran backwards, and then on the capturing end, recompressed it back into an audible voice, if you will, even though it sounded a little more mechanical. Now, I believe what's happening is that these persistence of memory, these attempts at communication, or residual EVP are able to be picked up by our recording devices because it's recompressing back into a format that our eardrums can hear upon playback in a com- compressed format from its a microsound state.
2: Okay, Chris, you want to pick up on this and explore it further? Well, I think I think first of all we 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 are suspending our our disbelief here when when it comes to the actual disembodied uh, voices aspect of this um, obviously we haven't really proven uh, scientifically that, that any sort of disincarnate or disembodied uh, intelligence or, or sentience out there um, has the ability to communicate with sound without those uh, mechanical devices that we all share which is the diaphragm and, and the throat and the voice box and, and, and the various organs and parts that Michael listed out so so this is a theory that you've developed, in other words, uh, which takes that leap and says, well, with persistence of memory, we do have somehow the ability to produce vocalizations, even though we don't have the apparatus to do that. Maybe you want to get into that a little deeper. What sort of evidence do we have um, to suggest that this is accurate?
8: Well, one of, one of the things we can look at is is we need to look at, at what we're made of. And... Basically, we're we're pretty much energy and chemistry. We're chemicals and we're electricity. Um, The parts of us that make up our personality, our likes, our dislikes, our ability to function as far as knowing how to move and to speak and um, things we remember, all of our memory, everything is all contained within the electrical or the synoptic uh, uh, discharge in our bodies. Now, in Curlian photography or phantom limb theory, it's been shown to some critical acclaim, of course, that we lose an arm, we lose a finger, that if there's a Curlian a photograph taken of it or an oral photograph taken of it, we can see the outline of where that um, uh, electric pulse still remains. And the the pain that some of us feel or we feel like we still have that hand or that finger and it still hurts. And phantom limb theory is the whole concept that we have a persistence of a continuity or a memory of of continuance of this electrical field that, that remains around us. Once we die, that persistence of memory or that electricity, if it's like... Um, um, Einstein says an energy can never be destroyed then it remains in some state either in a uh, relaxed state or an inert state or in a uh, kinetic state an active state so if that persistence of memory exists through the electrical energy that we carry with us in our life and then that is released upon our death then it should remain it should be remained constant that it should be able to carry the impulses and the and the memory of speaking as well as, as personal memories and um, personality from when we were alive I think Edison actually alluded to that uh, persistence of memory in uh, Scientific American Journal Why don't we have more um, EVP? Is it because people
2: just aren't hearing it and it's there or um, is there some sort of you know quality of emotional quality in the persistence of memory that that is just enough to keep to keep this uh this sentient uh self-aware uh sense alive uh in our you know in our everyday world even though it's passed on um what do you think the the actual elements are that allow for these um this intelligence to, to be there in the first place, I mean, in terms of its agenda. I mean, some people pass over and they're never heard from again. Why do we hear from the ones that we do hear from? And before you actually answer that question, let's hold that thought for a moment.
1: And a reminder, everybody, we're talking about EVP with Michael Esposito this week on the Paracast. If you want to express your viewpoints, positive, negative, or somewhere in between, go to forum.paracast.com. That's forum.paracast.com. You just sign up in a couple of minutes, and then you're ready to participate. You can also write to us directly, news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. The co-host this week is Christopher O'Brien, who has worked with Michael on some of these things, which we'll learn about as we progress. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in The Paracast. Hey, neighbors, ever thought about creating a website? With HostGator, you can create your own website with your very own .com domain name. HostGator has a free site builder and thousands of design templates to create your website today. Whether you want to create a blog, a photo gallery, a family page, or a website for your business, Hostgator has the right plan for you, starting at less than five bucks a month for ultra reliable website hosting with 99.9% uptime and true 24 by 7 live support available by phone, chat, or email and based right here in the U.S. Don't be left without a website. It's more affordable and easier than you think. Sign up at technightowl.com slash gator, that's G-A-T-O-R, to get the lowest possible price. At HostGator, that's technightowl.com gator to get a special deal on all their web hosting services.
4: Nine years, thousands of clients worldwide, amazing results. And here's more proof of the effectiveness of how Heart and Body Extract supports good circulation and healthy arterial flow.
12: My name is Crystal. I'm a 45-year-old and live in Houston, Texas. I was diagnosed with having mitral valve prolapse 10 years ago. My cardiologist said surgery and drugs was the only thing he could offer me.
4: What did Crystal do?
12: I ordered heart and body extract in August 2006. When I first took my first 15 drops, I embraced the formula and could even feel the goodness of the formula starting to work.
4: Clean, clear arteries are happy arteries after using Heart and Body Extract. Learn more at HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. HB Extract comes with a 100% ironclad money-back guarantee. Details at HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract.
13: The food storage industry leader has done it again. Introducing FDG Clubs and Survival Bucks from the Freeze-Dry Guy. For over 39 years, the Freeze-Dry Guy has served various government agencies and the private sector with the finest in storable foods and emergency rations. If you've wanted to build emergency food supplies but couldn't afford it, now you can. Go to freezedryguy.com, click on Products, and look for the Freeze-Dry Guy Clubs to pay as you go. Now you can build food storage without going into debt. Choose from a payment range of $95 to $450 per month. Our clubs work with everyone's budget. Plus, when you join Freeze Dry Guy Clubs, you'll get additional rewards. For example, this month, get 10% back in survival bucks on all purchases in the Freeze Dry Guy product line, plus free shipping within the lower 48 states on any order amount. Hurry, go to freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663. That's freezedryguy.com or call 866-404-3663.
14: The Freeze Dry Guy, the best you can buy. Take a minute and hear what I'm about to tell you. You might have heard about Life Change Tea on a radio commercial or a TV commercial. And you did what many people do. You tuned out. I understand. Now the facts. When health fails, you will do just about anything for better health. So why wait? Read our testimonies of better health by drinking Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. And how much does missing work cost you? When you're sick, get ahead of the sick curve. Get the tea. Here's how to order. Log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call one of our friendly operators, 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Our tea tastes great and will help you with your health. And you can even lose weight. So again, try us out. At GetTheTea.com.
4: The GCN Radio Network. Providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. You guys
12: are awesome. I love this station. I really do.
4: GCN.
11: This is Philip Rogno. You're listening to Paracast. One of the most informative shows out there. So listen closely.
1: Michael Esposito is here to talk about EVP and a few sound effects and later on we'll actually have some of his recordings to present that yeah. way you can analyze what you hear and see what you think about them the co-host is chris o'brien i'm gene steinberg you're in the PowerCast. and prior to our station break a very detailed question was asked of michael from chris o'brien michael how about the answer
8: actually a a very good question and i have a couple ideas about that one of them is is obviously noise pollution if we're working with nanoseconds of material very fragmented detailed, you know very shortened duration fragments of sound that are traveling in sort of groups then things like noise pollution is one of the things that we're experiencing that we've not had to dealt with before a long time ago, I used to hear stories about voices from the wood or people hearing you know, voices on the mound or what have you. And you don't hear so much about that anymore, but we have things like cell phone towers and microwave transmissions that are running rampant, uh, obvious noise pollutions like construction and automobile traffic. But even, even noise pollution that you wouldn't normally think of because obviously even lights Emits frequency or waveform that it becomes a no- uh, type of noise pollution, like fluorescent lighting, or TVs or computer screens or cell phones.
2: So, so we tune all that out. Normally, is what what you're, I think, getting at here. I think uh,
8: well, there's two there's two factors. One, we tune everything out, and our, our observation has become practically nothing anymore. And the other thing, of course, is that it also causes a lot of friction within the the environment for the entities to be able to uh, freely use the atmospheric particles to manipulate them to they're fighting against a whole lot. you know what I'm saying
1: Michael, before we go on, you're assuming here that external entities
8: are creating these sounds, right? Well, based on that assumption, you know okay. obviously, you know I, there's also an idea for based on the assumption that it's residual sound and that that works a lot with echo, pre-echo, and absorption of uh, sound frequency into porous materials, which we can get into in a minute. Let's look about the equipment also that you
1: use to capture this. Now, the early tests, the early experiments with this discovery or whatever it was, used the Edison wax cylinder, which is not very high in terms of audio fidelity.
8: No, absolutely not, and I don't even think the fidelity is the main part. I mean, my research lately, I'm starting to come to the conclusion that it's really all about the, the audio compression, and the one thing that even the Edison wax cylinder um, recorder had was, was a means of compression, of sound compression. You know, basically anything with a diaphragm and a magnet is, is you know, a lot of people buy a, digital recorder and think they've got a, a, a digital recording device when they really don't they have an analog devote, uh, recording device with a digital comp- you know compression on the on the flash drive memory chip that uses to save the the recording i mean there is uh, a microphone. well actually here let's clarify this what is analog is the playback
1: so the source of the material may be captured digitally okay but from the recording end to the playback end, there's a lot of analog going on.
8: Well, yeah, but I, actually, what I'm referring to more so is the, the construction of the microphone. You know, even in a digital recorder, the microphone's got a, uh, is is basically analog in the fact that it has a diaphragm. You know, anything that that pulls from a diaphragm or even an electromagnetic pull from the magnet in the microphone is actually analog.
1: Okay, so basically here you capture it with an analog capturing system such as a microphone. You're playing it back through a headset or a loudspeaker system again that's analog. But all the processing of the signal can be otherwise digital.
8: Right, that, that's irrelevant. Uh, the processing is it's already captured. You know, remember we're talking about the capture of of the phenomena Once you get to the point where you're processing it, you may not want any further compression because it's already been imprinted on the the flash drive on your digital recorder or magnetic tape on your your, uh, analog tape players or open reel tape players or what have you. But once it's captured, you may not want any further compression to it. But upon capturing it, that's where your compression comes in. Obviously, once you, com- you capture it from the atmosphere, what you're looking for is that compression to actually uh, uh, reconstitute it, if you will, you know, okay. like the, the recording of, of a recorder.
1: Okay, but if you're using just a plain old cassette recorder where mm-hmm. it's analog through and through, is that any better or worse or what?
8: Um, th- again, I, I think that the nice thing about digital recorders is they get a higher compression rate than, than electromagnetic tape. Uh, you know, electronic electromagnetic tape is nice. Yeah, but nice, you know what? You
1: don't have to compress anything with a digital recording. You can do it lossless. Now, the original recording of this show, before it actually goes out on the air, is lossless. Okay, it's captured a hundred percent fidelity to the original signal. Then, of course, in the broadcasting stage, of course, they compress it. In our podcast version of the show, of course, it's very heavily compressed.
8: Right, but even in a lossless recording, and and this is this is I guess yeah, you know, you've got of, to they, compress it just to record it. Right, regardless, even if it's lossless, that's a that's a finer point that that doesn't mean it's not compressed because it's still compressed. And basically,
1: because, the frequency range is going to be restricted. The exactly. signal-to-noise ratio, the ratio between the signal and the background noise, is going to be present, even though it may be minimal.
8: Exactly. And and the um, the other thing I want to point out about that too is that people need to realize that we're kind of anti audio engineers. In other words, we're the opposite. What our signal is is what a typical audio engineer's noise is, and vice versa. What's noise to us is the typical signal that the audio engineer is. Okay, so you're for. saying
1: here basically these E V P effects are heard within the background noise. I mean, when you listen to the playback, do you hear it plain as day or do you have to actually raise the level of the background noise to separate what's happening? A, lo-
8: a lot of times. Yeah, it's all in the hiss, exactly. You're absolutely right. And and what it is 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 hiss removal. You got to when I clean my EVPs, I handle very gingerly because hiss removal is where a lot of the bulk of the actual signals is at. Not all of it. And some of the ones you'll hear today, they're very, very clear. You say, well, that's not his. No, but a lot of the qualities that give it that human sound, that that emotion. You know, one of the reasons that EVP is such a phenomenal source of evidence versus photographs or or, um, um, even uh, video film or what have you is the fact that the amount of information you get from audio is greater than anything you could ever see. You can get emotions, you can tell if it's a female, a male, you can tell where they're from, their socioeconomic status, you can tell things about their personality, you may even be able to relate to a lot of them just from the sound of their voice. The uh, connection you get with a piece of audio evidence is far stronger and far greater than anything that you could ever get visually.
2: Well, all I know is when I went into my initial uh, investigations uh, with Michael, um, I was not by any stretch a a ghost hunter by literal definition. Um, You know, I was very intrigued with the location-specific, you know, aspect of hauntings and and residual-type, you know, entities, if you will. And so when I went into my work with Michael early on as a videographer, I was pretty... um, I was pretty skeptical about EVPs. I thought maybe, like we discussed earlier, it was paradelia. Par- uh, Is that how you say it, Michael, paradelia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like seeing faces in clouds. Um, I-, I thought it was an audio form of that. But being there <laughs> on site and having uh, some of these incredible recordings uh, being uh, you know, taken right with me in the room and then listening back to them later, hearing voices uh, literally answering questions or... Or, or actually showing up uh, in terms of the timeline before, uh, in answering questions before the question was even asked. That's when I started to really get a sense that there was something, something to this. And uh, Michael, why don't we go through and, and start uh, uh, talking about some of your early um, work in the field, and um, you know how your thinking has progressed from when you first started out to where you're at today? Because you've you've been all over the world. Uh, literally doing uh, EVP uh, investigations and and haunting investigations. Uh, What have you learned in in all this uh, time, and and how did you start out, and and where are you now? I'll tell you what, before we get to the answer of what you learned, how you got
1: started in this sort of research, let me remind you that we have Michael Esposito, an EVP expert. If there is such a thing as an EVP expert, we'll be hearing some of his sounds In the next hour of the Paracast, our co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast.
0: Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg.
1: We return with our number two of the Paracast this week. I'm Gene Steinberg. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. The guest, Michael Esposito. And we've been talking about EVP, and in our last question before we broke, Michael was asked about how he got into this research. So tell us the
8: story. Hmm. Well, uh, actually, I was building computers. I was uh, modifying and and building mid-tower computers, some crazy stuff, and I was building a uh, studio computer with like a 36-channel German Terratech mixer, Okay, this was an audio-style computer for studio work, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I started working with modifying it and trying to do some interesting things with it, and I ran into uh, the work of extreme frequencies and, you know, ELF and and ultrasonic frequencies and, and also the work with experimental music and then electronic voice phenomena. Experimental musicians tend to uh, really have an affinity for electronic voice phenomena as a phenomenon because of the work they do in in extreme frequency ranges, multiple frequency ranges, and audio anomalies. So uh, as I grew up, my mother would had an affinity to the paranormal, and I remember, you know, hearing ghost stories as I was a kid about a local haunting you know, long summer nights and stuff. So I had sort of an affinity to the paranormal anyway. But here was a way that my ideas of of quantum physics and experimental music and the research I was doing as not only a a scientist but a technician building the highly modified computers and stuff all really fit into one place. It really became a... um, uh, sort of the 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 road it was it was the road i was meant to travel and then uh once i started testing it and doing some recordings and i started capturing uh examples of electronic voice phenomenal i was hooked i mean i think that's one thing you'll find is when you start doing this type of research and you start capturing voices on your own you're hooked i mean there's just no going back what is your professional background That's not your day job, I hope. No, no, actually, I'm sitting here at the Chicago Board of Trade in Chicago, Illinois. I'm a commodity broker, a systems specialist, Uh, work on trade systems, help people backtest them, modify them, uh, evaluate them, and and, uh, sell them to clients so they can use systematic trading or systemic trading to trade commodities. My background is uh my undergraduate work, uh I've got a bachelor's in uh public relations, one in political science, a couple masters in, in communication theory, studied at American University of Cairo, Egypt, University of Notre Dame, Purdue University, um um Governor State University, a Masters in Communication Theory in Illinois, uh most of my formal education is based on communication theory and, um, and uh, communication technique. And uh, actually, my family history, I'm uh, an ancestor of Alfred Vale, who invented the Morris Code and some telegraph keys with his partner, Samuel Morris, sent the first Morris Code transmission. And uh, his nephew, uh theater Vail was the um president of at&t before up until world war one and um basically so i come from a long line of uh, communication researchers if you will
1: okay so you set up this system and how did you go about capturing evp
8: well, I started out just typically with a very variety of different recorders and stuff and started to take the um, recordings that I made and I, I dropped them onto a computer and I ran them through some of my uh, um, fancier software and stuff that I had uh, you know, uh, put on my computer and, and tweaked up a bit.
1: Now, the software Sorry. that you're using... Is it strictly audio capturing software, or is there something there that manipulates the sound, mixes it, compresses it, something like that?
8: No, there is that's a, more sophisticated than that. It's actually, uh, I, I use Audition, Adobe Audition. Uh, when I first started doing the recordings, I found a group that was an actual, this was back when Adobe Audition 1.0 was um, originally... Out there, and uh, they had given us the beta testing on it. So a lot of the things that we uh, developed for them <laughs> that came out in the 3.0 was actually things that we wanted as uh, EVP researchers. That actually showed up some of the um, some of the actual um, uh, scientific filters as, as far as removing um, um, subsonic. And, and and different things like that that we wanted as uh, I guess if you will audioscopic researchers ended up on on the Adobe audition so, so maybe we not, can
1: assume the programmers at Adobe are possibly paranormal
8: aficionados it's, it's possible I, I'm not it's still, I'm still not really sure all that uh, all that came through like that but actually it, I don't think people would realize when they bought a, a the new adobe edition that a lot of the the plugins a lot of the things that we had them add on were actually based in paranormal research
1: this is a windows only product the only yeah. mac version of adobe audio software is Soundbooth.
8: unfortunately and i don't think it's the same program at all it's close but but it's it's very different and it, that's a shame too, because I've I've always dying to to get into Mac and, and go into Mac because Mac's got a lot of great features as well, but uh, my favorite software is is a PC based.
1: Unfortunately, okay. So, in terms of microphones, what kind of microphone did you use?
8: It, it depends. Again, I I use everything from I picked up harmonica microphones or. Um, uh, professional microphones uh uh wire microphones with germanian crystals i have built contact microphones of my own based on uh pz electric discs you know I'd go to radio shack and get a pz electric uh um, pick up and, and then break apart the plastic and pull the disc out of it and then wire it up to uh eighth inch jack you know or a quarter inch jack uh Some simple microphones, baby monitors, cell phones, anything that I could get to capture signal, I've tried.
1: Okay, now where did you put the mics or the capturing equipment? Did you go to a specific place? Did you maybe go to a place where there's a lot of electromagnetic radiation like near a cell tower?
8: I've I've tried the experiments using things like cell towers and other types of high-tension wires. High-tension wires... um, the, the real big ones are, are real interesting places to explore. Um, I try and hold on to my equipment, again, to connect with, with my personal um, uh, electromagnetic aura, if you will. I think that acts. I mean, we're kind of human batteries. I mean, it's a lot like sticking nails and wires into oranges and lemons. You know, you can create electrical charges from that. I think that we also have the ability to act as a uh, magnetic booster, electromagnetic booster ourselves, just from the fact that, that we have so much electricity that makes us up. Especially One the heart. The, yeah, the, the heart, the, the brain, you know, and, and the hair with the static electricity. I've done a lot of research and work on the tribal electric scales and, and static research, uh, static electricity research. One of the reasons being is... Ahead of an electromagnetic storm, a a thunderstorm, if you will, a lightning storm. You always saw in Hollywood and stuff where all of a sudden oral and visual manifestations started really happening. Everyone thought it was because of the energy that was being generated from the electromagnetic storm, the, the, the lightning storm. But the fact of the matter is ahead of a lightning storm, what happens is the air ionizes. Like if you took and bought an ionizer at a Sharpers image and set it up in a room, it removes the additional positive and negative particles to the atmospheric, um, or rather ions to the, um, the atmospheric particle before the, the show is ionized. We've got
1: <laughs> exactly. Michael Esposito, EVP expert. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. <laughs>
15: Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions,
13: When making important financial decisions, you should always know the facts. That's why Midas Resources is willing to pay you to read the facts. Midas Resources, a team of hand-picked financial specialists with decades of financial experience who are ready to provide you with state-of-the-art, up-to-date financial services. Midas Resources offers a host of services and stands behind their products. In fact, if you call and order their free Midas report, Midas Resources will pay you. This detailed report will provide you with financial history on the safest and most profitable areas to invest in. If you read the report, Midas Resources will send you a free Walking Liberty Silver Half Dollar. So what are you waiting for? Get the facts and call Midas Resources toll-free at 888-292-2709. That's 888-292-2709. And remember, if you read the Midas Report, you'll receive a free Walking Liberty Silver Half Dollar.
10: all the Military Surplus stores gone? Don't worry, you don't need one. Because everything you need at Military Surplus is at MainMilitary.com That's M-A-I-N-E Military.com, one of the last surviving true Military Surplus stores in the country. Go online now to MainMilitary.com and discover a source for hard-to-find surplus items at true surplus prices. Surplus gun cleaning kits as low as 2 dollars Complete chemical suits as low as $11.99. See our huge selection of gas masks, filters, and accessories. Finish at empty 10 gas masks are 3 for $30, and Swiss filters are 3 for $12. Searching for Strike Anywhere matches? MainMilitary.com has them, plus a whole new product line of survival and first aid kits and lots more. Get free shipping on orders over $50 only at MainMilitary.com. That's M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, or call 877-608-0179, 877-608-0179,
14: MainMilitary.com, the main name in military supply. Take a minute and hear what I'm about to tell you. You might have heard about Life Change Tea on a radio commercial or a TV commercial, and you did what many people do. You tuned out. I understand. Now the facts. When health fails, you will do just about anything for better health. So why wait? Read our testimonies of better health by drinking Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. And how much does missing work cost you when you're sick? Get ahead of the sick curve. Get the tea. Here's how to order. Log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Or you can call one of our friendly operators, 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Our tea tastes great and will help you with your health. And you can even lose weight. So again, try us out at GetTheTea.com.
4: Tired of searching for great talk radio? Search no more. I'm told that it has everything. We are the GCN Radio Network.
0: We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you want to catch up on past episodes, We have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out on iTunes.
1: Michael Esposito is the guest. Chris O'Brien is the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. We're looking at EVP, electromagnetic voice phenomenon. We call it electromagnetic because it happens when electromagnetic radiation is at its highest.
8: Well, what I was describing was, was the <laughs> reduction or the, the ionization or neutralizing of atmospheric particles to allow free form of atmospheric particles. Static electricity comes about because an uh, atmospheric particle picks up uh, additional negative or positively charged ion, and it, pre- it starts with a magnetic pull. When the motes of dust run across certain materials, such as old wood and windows, One has a tendency to produce a positive and one has a tendency to produce a negative ion to add to that particle as the mode of dust runs across it. That's what creates static electricity. Now, that static electricity in the air creates a pull against the atmospheric particles so they don't have the free flow that they normally would in an ionized situation. It's like taking the white and black Scotty dogs and putting them butt to butt. You you just can't get them to, to scoot together. So by ionizing the air or naturally when it occurs during, a you know, ahead of a thunderstorm or lightning storm, rather, it allows the atmosphere to to free flow because they drop that additional negative or positively charged ion. And it it allows the more free flow of these atmospheric particles and the energy with the persistence of memory can easily, more easily manipulate it to create EVP, if you will, or even visual operations.
2: So, so what you're suggesting is uh, ahead of a lightning storm, you have better conditions setting up for uh, possibly uh,
8: ideal EVP recording conditions, correct? Correct, and not for the reasons that are classically thought of, adding more energy to the atmosphere, but actually reducing the magnetic pull in the air. What were some of the early investigations that really
2: uh, out in the field where, where you really knew that you had stumbled on a, a pretty... Pretty intriguing mystery, a scientific mystery. I uh, want you give us some ideas of some of your early investigative work.
8: One of my really early cases that I really uh, like was uh was the sally house and i think we have some of those evps from that particular investigation now what happened to this investigation and i'm the kind of guy who likes to do things differently and try things differently than what's normally done back then when i started it was classic to do 15 minute evp sessions and then stop and then do 15 and stop and blah 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 myself I thought it would be a great idea if I'm going to sneak in a recorder and just play it the whole time, just record everything and not let anybody know that I had the recorder going. During the 15-minute the exercise, we got nothing at all. And it was just like they knew we were recording and they were being really quiet. On my recorder, in between the 15-minute exercises, I got tons of stuff, just some incredible... Uh, Irish females, that's where the blue and the gold came from was that particular exercise. A lot of crazy voices of people that were definitely not there. You could hear accents and stuff. It became a real real fascination to try new things. My research partner Heidi Harmon introduced me to metaphysical uh, aspects of like uh, Tibetan singing bowls to produce tonal sounds to, in, to infuse into the room like uh, using a pink or white noise like a sound engineer might pink out a room, we were infusing the atmosphere with things like singing bowls. Okay,
1: okay, before we go on, what does pink out a room mean? Ah,
2: okay. Uh, this is for the audio engineers in the
8: audience. Yeah, I can answer that. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you want to answer that?
2: <laughs> it's, it's very simple. It's taking the acoustic, acoustic environment and creating a completely flat uh, frequency response in the room, and you do that by projecting pink noise into the room, and then with a frequency analyzer um, you then pull all your levels either down or up to zero which is
8: flat basically floating uh, like you're recording an orchestra in a large hall you want to float pink, pink noise in there to absorb the echo and stuff so when you record it you get a cleaner cleaner sound without getting the, the sound of the orchestra bouncing off of every wall in the world and so we know that if we impose or infuse different types of frequencies, either tonal or noise-based frequencies like white noise or brown noise or, or red noise or pink noise or violet noise, that we can actually have those frequencies hang for some duration of time while we record, even after the noise actually stops.
1: I'll tell you what here, we don't want to get overly technical because people just tune out. I say, you know, I didn't tune into this show to become an audio engineer. I just want to learn how it's being done. Okay, so you go to work. Is there a percentage of times where you actually get a hit, get something that sounds useful?
8: Well, in my recordings, and I I get a much higher rate than most of the other people that I I know or I've worked with. In my recordings, I can get about 20 to 30 um, EVPs for every 20 minutes. So that's oh, one a minute. Wow. hmm yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roughly about one a minute. Maybe. I, I don't think I've ever been out on a, on a,
2: a, a case with you, and we haven't <laughs> had yeah. so many. You just don't know what to do with them all. Of Okay. Some, so basically, Chris, you went hear. out there with Michael, and oh, yeah, you personally vouch
1: for the fact that some of these things are happening.
2: Oh, abs- Oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, one of my one of the most amazing things I've ever actually uh, experienced on in a field investigation was when Michael. Uh, and I and, and some of the Indiana ghost trackers went up uh, to Al Capone's uh, country house um, in, uh, I think, Willowbrook, uh, Illinois. And, of course, the first thing that the owner did was he told us, don't go up into the attic because there's, you know, he had a real bad encounter up there with, with some sort of energy or force. And so, of course, what does Michael do? The first thing Michael does, as soon as he turned his back, Michael snuck a, a recorder up there, put it on record and then zip back downstairs. Well. We got within five minutes of that recorder being put up there and and nobody going up into the room uh, for the next uh, hour and a half, I think two hours. Within five minutes, we got a recording that sounded like the owner saying the word, wow. And then I forget what the sentence was. We said that, you know. Isn't that something? Yeah, isn't that something? Wow, isn't that something? And uh, interestingly enough, about 45 minutes later. Now, of course, we didn't know we had that EVP because the recorder was upstairs recording on its own. And we continued, uh, you know, in the building doing our investigation. And at one point, uh, we were all standing there. I was changing tapes and, and batteries in and the video camera. We didn't have any recording device recording, but we all heard an expletive. Now, we're and not and, going uh, to play that one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but I know the FCC. <laughs> and I'd we all listening. looked at each other. And, and, yes. and then Don, the owner, and Michael came down the hall into the to the room, and we all were excited, and we told him what what we had heard all, you know, just stood the hair up on my my back of my neck. And he goes, wow, uh, wasn't that something? And, and you know, I, at this point, I'm filming again, so I, I got a, f- a film of him saying this, and then we went on with the investigation. Well, when we got back into the studio and we were reviewing our, our recordings, we had this clear-as-a-bell EVP of the owner saying something that we then recorded 45 minutes later, him saying, slightly different, but you could tell it's the same person, Uh, The inflection is slightly different. Um, You know, we have this evidence uh, that we present in a documentary that we did called Dead Whisper. um, I'll tell you you what, we'll we'll get into more of this in a moment. Michael
1: Esposito, the EVP expert, joins us. Looks like Chris O'Brien, our co host, has done a lot of this research as well. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the (laughs) Paracast.
16: Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! of the rockley Rock a novel in the grand science fiction tradition
17: Soon we'll be shutting our doors and windows, shutting out fresh air for months. Did you know you're also keeping in allergens, bacteria, and germs that cause colds and flu? What if there was a low-cost way of blanketing your home with clean air? There is. Introducing the Aeroasis 3000 Air Purifier. It utilizes new patent-pending nanotechnology, producing a blanket of oxidizers that cleans the air and sanitizes the surfaces. Imagine not spreading the cold or flu bug to everyone around you. Aeroasis 3000 Air Purifier are made in the USA. Come with a three year warranty, have no filters to replace, no grids to clean, and require no maintenance for three years. Try the Aeroasis 3000 Air Purifier risk free for 30 days. JCN listeners get $100 off when you order at BreatheBetterAir.com or call 806 477 0322. That's 806 477 0322. And get the best air purifier for the best price at BreatheBetterAir.com.
4: Go
5: solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123cheapsolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123cheapsolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123cheapsolar.com. Are you concerned
17: about dropping or losing your cell phone? Are you tired of dealing with cell phone clips or holsters? Then this message is for you. Introducing ClipHanger, the best and most affordable cell phone holder on the market, made to keep your phone secure and accessible. ClipHanger works with all cell phones, including the iPhone, Droid, BlackBerry, and even iPods. When attached to a pant loop, ClipHanger won't poke when you sit down. And for women, ClipHanger easily attaches to any purse strap. Carry a phone in your pocket? Simply use one finger to pull it out with ClipHanger. ClipHanger is... Thin and simple has a 1-year warranty against breakage and prices start at only 10.95. With your cliphanger purchase, we'll also send you the auto hook for your car and ship everything to you absolutely free. See the amazing cliphanger and the cliphanger light with its built-in LED flashlight at myphoneclip.com. To order call 801-719-2680. That's 801-719-2680 or visit myphoneclip.com to get your cliphanger today. On air, online,
4: and on demand. They say
17: we offer simple answers to
4: complex problems. We are the GCN Radio Network.
0: You're in the Paracast. You never know what's going to happen next.
1: We have Michael Esposito. We're talking about EVP, how to capture it, what the results might be. He's getting one every 20 Minutes. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the PowerCast. Listen, guys. Okay. You gave me some recordings. Obviously, the ones where the language is a bit frank, we're not going to play those. I'm sorry. I tend to get a lot of those, too. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe the spirit world, they're kind of profane over there. They don't like being captured. Okay. Well, actually, they
8: don't have to suffer the FCC, so...
1: (laughs) We're not going to do that. That's it, too. You know, they don't have to worry about the FCC. They don't have to worry about... The government or any of that interference, they think they're on cable TV. They think they're Showtime. (laughs) They think they're actually running the TV show True Blood. We're, okay, seriously,
2: folks, you tell me what recording we should play, and then we'll discuss it. You know, we were talking about the Sally House, so why don't you do the Blue and the Gold and, uh, and Maggot? I think there's two there from the Sally House. This is number 4A. I'm going to try,
1: yeah. we'll, here we go. First, we'll play the blue and the gold could catch the light. Here it is.
8: can't find work. word if we can make a throw around. I can't find work. word if we can make throw around. The fur is a gold, and it's The fur is a gold, and it's
1: Okay, so we hear the maggots one sounded pretty clear. And these are voices that basically nobody was talking. You just had your recording equipment set up, and then you do a little filtering, and there it is?
8: Yeah, um, actually, with the maggots one, that's an interesting, that's a phenomenon that I call borrowed voice phenomena. You can hear my voice. I'm at the investigation. I'd forgotten something downstairs. So I was telling them, you know, oh guys, look, I'm sorry, I got to go downstairs and get whatever. And uh, the maggot part, you can hear it wind up. It goes rawr, rawr, rawr. and then you hear there are maggots all over here, and then you hear rrrrr, and it sounds like my voice, but you can hear me talking underneath of it. So I, well, first thing I can tell you is I didn't say that, and secondly, I can tell you that it's my voice, and it's my voice underneath it. So it's kind of like a, an audio doppelganger where I believe the spirits actually use the frequencies that you admit or the researcher emits from speaking and creates communication that latches onto your voice and remodifies it to try and communicate. And that's a clear example, it's a very good example of it, and we have caught other examples of that as well. Okay,
1: so now we have another serious question to ask here. If it's capturing your voice on a delayed basis, okay, you say something or whatever, and then 40 minutes later, you pick it up in the ether, as they say, then it's not a disembodied spirit, is it?
8: Depends. Now, the, the voice borrowing is actually in real time. It's actually not picking up something I said earlier, but it's actually using my voice now to say something totally different. You know, the, if you listen to the maggots one, you can hear my voice talking about having to go downstairs and get something underneath it uh, much lighter. And then the, the maggots part is real loud, but it's something I never said ever. Now, with the case with Rick O'Dee's, the EVP that you capture is something that was said, but it's it's... The guy's voice, it's the same inflection, but it's a different voice. In other words, the, the audio inflections of his voice saying, oh, wow, whatever it is he said. But it's not exactly his voice. Now, later on, when we capture it on video, he actually did say it. But it was something he said long after the EVP. So yeah, that, 40 that, minutes that, later. Yeah, exactly. So the question is then, in borrowing back from Einstein again, are we looking at time folds? or what is the, the phenomena that, that that has to deal with is there a time fold or, is there, or do spirits live in sort of a time fold or a parallel dimension that they actually know what we're going to say or what we have said or what we're thinking even in real time you know connected to that energy and it actually can transcend time and space as well as into us and into our memories and, and remembrances
1: One of the things I always wonder about this, one of the things I wonder about this is when you think that maybe you've captured something from a spirit world, maybe a voice of someone who's no longer here, the other crazy solution here or crazy theory is that no, actually what you're hearing is something from a parallel universe, that you have people like us. It's like the TV show Fringe, and Fringe has an alternate reality, an alternate universe where everything is similar but different. You know, the same people put into somewhat different situations. So, by the same token, maybe if this stuff is all real, maybe we are hearing not the voice of the dead, we're seeing the image of the dead, we're hearing what's going on in another universe.
8: Well, that's a good question. That's like saying, am I hearing the voice of an American Indian or am I hearing a voice of someone who lives in the New World? You know, you know, it still it still is a a paranormal phenomena because it is something out of our normal everyday world. You know, if it's an alternate reality or an alternate um, existence, who lives there? Is it possibly us after we die? We go to live in the alternate, you know, existence or the parallel universe, or is it just
2: another version of ourselves living in a parallel parallel reality? and maybe right, the understand.
1: other person the other version of me is making more money than I am so he can send me a loan you know I'll call that person and say hey there gene number two or maybe I'm gene number two and he's gene number yeah. 67 gene 67 send me a check
8: I can send you a check but like, you can't spend it there you know um, <laughs> that's the thing it's, it's we don't know you know and what we're exploring here is the unknown do we know that their voices are the dead no is The assumption that we're making is that they are, from some of the things that we gathered, some of the things we said, we think that somehow in part it may be, it may not be. I mean, the whole thing may be some mad hoax by one entity that runs around giving EVP to everybody in the world because there's some parallel universe. I It's mean, the genie in charge of EVP. Exactly. But the, the one thing we do know is that they were able to set a particle next to itself. So in essence, they created time travel. That was an a, uh, um, experiment that was done, what was it, six months, eight, ten months ago, that they actually pulled off, putting an, an actual particle next to itself. Right, at it, CERN? Mm-hmm, exactly. So if they were able to do that, and that, in essence, creates time travel, then you have to start questioning what we perceive as the, as the real world anyway.
1: Okay, you just raised a really huge question here, and I'll ask it. Okay. So we have these sounds. Have you submitted these to professional audio engineers, scientists, and say, okay, you tell me, what is this? It's not a hoax. What is it?
8: Yeah, it, it, the, the, that's the interesting thing. I mean, Pi. Pi um, some engineers from Pi Records in England did a whole series of um, tests with um, uh, Constantine Rodov. And uh, actually put him in a Faraday cage and 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 recorded him and couldn't come up with the answers to what it is. I mean, basically, a lot of times when people send me EVPs and things like that, it's hard to uh, to perceive whether or not were, who was in the room or who was there or what. You really have to take good notes to to get real clear perceptions because some of these come into audible frequency ranges. Once you download them, but you don't hear them at the time, which is an interesting phenomenon. I mean, basically, the more we research, the more we discover, the more questions we have, the more the less we know, and that is that's one of the dynamics of this research and what keeps it it really alive. Pardon the pun. Uh, is that is <laughs> there's that there's always something new happening? Yeah, there's always something new in the land of the dead, um, but. Yeah, and it, it just leads to more questions and stuff, some very valid questions and some very uh, poignant questions that, that keeps us hopping.
2: Why don't you describe one of the, um, the other sets of, of EVPs? We heard the blue and the gold could catch the light in the maggot one. Um, what about the uh, Luann's Farm or, or uh, I'm trying to remember the other one, the one with Michael in it
8: was a set. Okay, yeah, the, the set.
2: Let's do that when we begin the next section
1: here. Check us out on our site, paracast.com, paracast.com. Join our message boards. Contact us by email. Check it out. We have Michael Esposito, EVP expert, poppyist, whatever it is. Chris O'Brien's the co host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt hey neighbors we have one more thing to talk about and that's more merchandise at the official powercast store we have hats we have jackets we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the powercast logo at the official powercast store it's all now available at the official powercast store store.theparacast.com.
18: As gardeners, we can all relate. What do you do with all of the excess food that you grow? Freezing or canning may have been the process you've used, but the good folks at Excalibur Dehydrator have a healthy alternative to preserve the fruits of your labor. The Excalibur Dehydrator will help you preserve your fruits and vegetables quickly and easily, so you don't have to worry about premature spoiling. You can also use your Excalibur Dehydrator year-round to make delicious jerky. And the best part? The foods you dehydrate are free from excess additives, salt, and preservatives, and that's something we can all do without. To learn more and to order your very own Excalibur dehydrator, visit drying123.com and see how the Excalibur dehydrator can help you preserve your favorite foods. Mention coupon code GCN and receive a free book on how to preserve your foods. Again, that's DRYING123.com, drying123.com, or call 1 800 875 4254. That's 1 800 875 4254 today.
13: You're
4: listening to America Now on the Genesis Communications Network. Join us each Saturday evening at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, for four hours of refreshing yet provocative discussion. You can also join us online anytime at americanow.com. That's A-M-E-R-I-K-A-N-O-W.com. America Now, a voice of hope for a troubled world.
6: You're listening to America Now on the Genesis Communications Network. Please join us next Saturday when our very special guest will be Dr. Dan Junker. You can also join us online anytime at americanow.com. That's A-M-E-R-I-K-A-N-O-W dot com. America Now, a voice of hope for a troubled world.
13: complete with two black Berkey elements for only $209 and the Berkey Guy will include three sport Berkey water bottles and ship everything to you free of charge. That's right, three sport Berkey water bottles and free shipping. An $87 value, yours free. Call the Berkey Guy at one 886 3653 That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. How do you spell hard-hitting talk radio?
4: G-C-N, the Genesis Communications Radio Network. This
11: is Philip Rogno. You're listening to Paracast, one of the most informative shows out there. So listen closely.
1: We return to the Paracast. Michael Esposito is here to talk about his studies into EVP, and we're about to hear some more sounds, which he'll introduce in a moment. The co-host is Chris O'Brien. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're still in the PowerCast. Okay, frame this here. We heard two earlier in the episode. What are we going to hear next?
8: Uh, This was a set. My sister, actually, was having a lot of problems with her son, who was uh, reaching that age, but it was uh, getting nearly uncontrollable. He was heavy mood swings, punching holes in walls, just incredibly, incredibly out there bad behavior. And uh, she had just bought the house not too long ago. And it happened to be across the street from a cemetery. Go figure. And so um, my research partner, Heidi, and I went to record there. When we uh, got in there, one of the questions I asked was, what do you want? And the, the voices came out. The first one was a male, and the male voice said, to kill Michael. And then there was a pause, and it said, just kidding. And then a female chimed in after another short pause and said, he's sorry. So there was this whole conversation going on about the question I asked. This whole conversation going on about me was pretty phenomenal.
1: Okay, let's hear those three sections right now. I'll be honest, you know, I couldn't understand any of it. I just heard noise with the suggestion of a voice, and that was about it.
8: You have to be able to listen very attentively. I mean, you really have to listen closely to hear some of them. Uh, some of them come out at you a little more clearly. There's a
2: lot of them that what Michael Michael uh, can hear that I think the average person can't hear, but he's, he's had so much experience uh, in this realm that... Uh, He's had so much experience uh, listening to hours and hours and hours of recordings, uh, pulling out EBPs, that uh, his ears are really finely tuned. Heidi, actually, her ears are even (laughs) even more amazing. But isn't that,
1: Uh, again, the Rorschach test problem where you think you hear something, you fill in the blanks, and you hear something that may or may not be there? And I'm not trying to, you know, just insult you about this. We're trying to get to the bottom of this mystery and trying to understand it.
8: Well, the question, too, is Is it more or less a brave new world situation? I mean, does it have to be so clear that the the 70-year-old man with the hearing aid, the multiple hearing aids on it, can hear it? Does that then qualify it as existing? Well, not necessarily. I mean, you know, sometimes people look at things that are really there with a uh, a neutron microscope. You know, does that mean they're not there because you can't see it with the naked eye or that you can't see it unless you have very, very good vision? No, it still exists. Now, on the other hand, too, I've had uh, experimental musicians who are actually very good listeners tell me that I forced them to listen closer than they normally would ever have to listen.
2: Yeah, definitely with me. I I, I can vouch for that. Some of these, uh, Michael has kind of divided them into classifications. Class A EVPs are the ones that uh, you can hear the first time that you hear it. You can hear it played once, and everyone... Pretty much agrees that whatever that is, it's saying this. Um, and then it, it, it sort of degrades from there all the way down to a Class C where, you know, it's anybody's guess. Uh, you can hear, you know, some semblance of a voice, but it's the actual syllables trying to figure out what it's saying is open to interpretation. Class A EVPs like the blue and the gold could catch the light and maggots. Uh, there's no doubt. You play that for a person. And we will have these up on the Paracast Forum uh, website too. For people to um, to play with them a little bit, listen to them over and over. For me, generally, uh, if it if you if I can hear it and understand it in the first pass, that to me is is a really good quality EVP. If I have to listen to it a couple of three times uh, to to pick up what it says, then it's it's not as impressive to me. And I think a lot of EVPs that you see on television shows uh, aren't uh, real good class A EVPs. So that. I think that that's sort of painted a picture in the mind of the uh to some degree that uh, EVP is very subjective, and uh, and I think a, a good deal of it is. But Michael, do you, do you want to chime in on this? Uh, I mean, you've you've been able to pull some out that that I couldn't possibly hear, and yet uh, I see other people that listen to it and they can pick up what you're picking up. Where does the subjective and objective uh, area sort of
8: sort of separate? Well, one of the things you have to realize is that our normal hearing of a normal, young, healthy individual is somewhere between 17 to 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz. And doesn't mean that we're not experiencing frequencies that are happening above and below that. I mean, the whole—I mean, Raymond Cass, who was an EVP researcher in the 50s from England— was actually uh, his job, what he did was he, he built and, and provided people with hearing aids. I mean that's what he did for a living. Uh, so listening and hearing is, is a very big part of this whole phenomenon. You know um, Is there a cutoff point? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean believe it or not, when you play something on the radio that you think people can't hear on the radio, there'll be quite a few people who actually can hear it on the radio just because it may be difficult for you to hear now. Um With the set of three, the first one is a little bit weaker, but the the second one and the third one, the female are a little stronger, a little more clearer and and basically it's the spirit i believe it's spirit's ability to um, how effectively they can manipulate energy and how much strength they can and put behind it because uh one of the the postulates that i've I've developed over the years was based on uh, sonic boom. Uh, Microburst theory is basically when something is traveling faster than the speed of sound, it creates a sonic boom. In other words, the atmosphere in the front of it cuts up and smacks behind it because it's traveling faster than the atmospheric particles of the wave. And that's what creates a sonic boom. Now, on a micro level or a microburst, Um, A good example of it is cracking of a whip. The tip of the whip will create a snap because the tip of the whip is traveling faster than the speed of sound, and that's how you get the crack of the whip, because it creates what they call a microburst. Now, in a lot of the recordings of EVP that we've captured, just before uh, a very clear or very good EVP, you hear kind of a whip sound or a snap or a pop. Unexplainable, it's not been there. And the idea that I've been developing is that the spirit has been able to manipulate the energy of the atmospheric particles, that the actual molecules themselves are are traveling faster than the speed of sound in this microcosmic world and actually create what they call microbursts. And that's what we pick up just before a good EVP, a really clear EVP. Not every time, of course, but in many times we do. You hadn't told me that one yet, Michael. I like that. And it has some, I think, potential
2: uh, in terms of explaining. So you do hear, uh, it sounds like static discharges occasionally before EVPs crackling, crackle sound. Why exactly. don't you uh, set up another uh, set of EVPs here? I think we have uh, a few more. Um, how about the next set? Let's do this before we do the break for taking us
1: to the third hour of the show. So set up this next group of recordings.
8: Okay, uh, these are the recordings from Luann's farm. Luanne, uh, uh, she had a farm that used to be a Potawatomi village. And um, during the Trail of Blood, um, they moved all the Potawatomis out and moved them over to Kansas. So they, they literally walked them from northwest Indiana to pretty much where Atchison, Kansas is, believe it or not, or... Fort Knox, right around that area. Many of them died. Well, at this village, a group of the warriors, the hunters, were out hunting and weren't um, there when their village got caught. So they went to try and rescue them, and they'd gotten some of their village people, and they were able to come back to the village. Uh, They rescued them, basically. And Indiana sent in the, the army and there was a small house right where the barn sat with an old lady and a, and a white uh, boy that lived there. And uh, the soldiers thought it would be quick work to, to carry, take care of the Pottawatomie Indians. But they put up a fierce battle and actually set the, the little um, cabin on fire and burnt the lady and the child alive in the cabin where the barn sits. And the Indians were all killed, and um, there sits her property, <laughs> so to speak.
1: I'll tell you what, neighbors, we're out of time for this session, but we will get into all of this. We yeah. will play those recordings at the beginning of the next hour, because for those listening to the live broadcast of the show, this week's episode of the PowerCast, there'll be a news break, and then we'll get into the final hour. We have Michael Esposito. EVP expert, Chris O'Brien's the co-host, I'm Gene Steinberg, you're in
15: The <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg.
1: Those of you who listened to the first two hours of the show, you must be aware that we don't have the benefit of Nicholas Redfern providing the laughter. We're getting closer and closer to the Halloween season, though. So this show was appropriate. Michael Esposito talking about EVP. He's about to play another set of segments, another set of voices for you to listen to. I'm Gene Steinberg. Chris O'Brien's the co-host in the PowerCast. And now, Michael, would you tell us which recordings we're going to hear now?
8: Uh, yeah, there are several recordings there. Um... Some of them are uh, in English, and there are some of them that have been, um, through a historical department in Indiana, have been deemed Potawatomi. Uh, Potawatomi, you've got to realize, is a language that isn't actually uh, spoken now. It, it was pretty much antiquated because the Potawatomis were all but killed off. Uh, they there are still bits and pieces of it that are known, and uh, it can be thumbed together. So some of the voices are marked unknown. They are Potawatomi in origin, but only partial meaning had been uh, derived from from some of the historians that we took them to. And some of the EVPs you'll find there are in, in English. I think the bulk of the EVPs that are left are are all from that particular location.
2: Okay, so we have number three A and three B, right? We'll yeah. put some of the Potawatomi ones up on the website once the shows are Okay, let's hear three A and three B from the collection. Here they are.
8: Phew.
5: Yeah, I'm She was on, her way to the this one was on the way to the Killers. This one was
19: obviously to the
5: killers. Phew. Yeah, I'm She was on her way to the showers.
1: This one was obviously the killer. Okay, the last one fits into the gibberish section. (laughs) They're not speaking backwards, you know. You know, in the old days, in all the old movie serials, I remember the old Flash Gordon movie serials they used to play on TV. But they were originally done back in the 1930s. They weren't so creative about creating fake languages. You didn't have a full Klingon language then. You just played everything backwards. But these... <laughs> right, exactly. Or listening to the, to the tail end of an old Beatles record. But it wasn't that. It sounded
2: like someone speaking in some sort of language. Right. And we'll have a whole bunch of the Potawatomi's uh, examples of Potawatomi up on the website there when we go ahead and uh, put up a thread for this particular episode. So, so Michael, uh, you, you got these EVPs there. Now, you took these uh, examples to, uh, where would you say, the University of Indiana, and, and you took them to uh, which department there? and. And what did they
8: think? What was their response to this? Uh, the, the EVPs were deemed uh, an Indian language, uh, quite possibly in origin, but they weren't able to give me any kind of full definitions on what they were saying, any full
2: translations. Okay, what are some of the other uh, uh, locations that you've been to that have produced
8: uh, Class A EVPs that uh, that you're impressed by? Different foreign languages. always. So I just got done with... Uh, uh, I went to Montreal. We did a thing called "Ghost of uh, Vacant Lots for oral records out of Montreal. And on the vacant lots, I captured voices in English and French of unknown origin, which I had to have. So my French is really rusty, but I had some my friends there translate the French for me. And um, in Sweden, I was able to capture voices in Swedish as well as English. It's neat because you know that you're not understanding it, but you hear that there's something there and somebody else can translate it to a, a meaningful statement that what you're getting there has some... Greater authentic quality. It's not something you're reading into it. Obviously, you know, audio Rorschach or Paradelia doesn't work in foreign languages. Oh yeah, I thought I heard that in Swedish. I might have been mistaken. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. People don't realize that Paradelia comes as a throwback from when we were cavemen and we had to recognize game or, or predators that were out to get us in an instant. So we'd be scanning across a grassland or something. We would think we see a tiger or, or whatever. You know, if we took a double take and looked back at it, we'd see that it wasn't a tiger at all. It was just a bush. In, in the difference to audio Rorschach or audio Paradia, you can replay that over and over and over and over again. You can, you know, listen for the vocal qualities that make them sound humanistic or listen to it to see if it isn't really just a sound of a, a heater whistling or a, a, a clump, clumpy uh, pile of leaves or whatever. I mean, it's something that you can repeat over and over again, and if you keep repeating it and it still sounds like a human voice, then by definition of parodia, it it can't exist as that. Well,
2: what do you what do you say uh, to some of the skeptics who say, "Oh, a lot of this is just uh, uh, frequency radio crosstalk that what you're hearing is faint uh, transmissions that are somehow bleeding over into the recording." and uh... this is just simply uh... you know am radio or some sort of shortwave uh... radio um, i've Often uh, in the early days, and I was playing in New York City, uh, and somebody would have a wireless microphone. Occasionally, right in the middle of the show, you'd hear some Pakistani guy uh, answering, uh, you know, the 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 dispatcher. An
8: ambulance or right exactly, <laughs>
2: exactly, yeah. yeah. So, well, so that does happen occasionally. But, but what what is your answer to not to so itself?
8: much anymore? You know, actually, since the advent of cell phone towers, you don't get that as much because the way that the uh, CB transmissions or the emergency radio transmissions would travel seem to be soaked up quite a bit by the cell phone transmission cell phone towers but uh, apart from that um, it's amazing to be able to get um, ambulance or, or emergency vehicle transmissions or even truckers on CB radios that actually answer the questions you're asking. So I, I suppose one of the, the best arguments against that is, is when they're answering the questions you're asking, then it's hard to say, well, that could have been a radio transmission that just happened to know what I was talking about.
1: So the yeah. radio transmission happened to be reading your mind, exactly. knowing you're talking about a specific topic and providing the right answer. And you're not yeah. basically listening to a transmission. It's not like somebody in the old <laughs> days, they'd get a gold tooth and that tooth would become a radio.
8: Exactly. That's why I wear the tinfoil hats, you know. The, the, the aluminum foil hats, we always make them before we go out. No, That was not a really. joke, I hope. That Michael. was a Please. joke, yes. No, okay, okay. <laughs> N- not really. Just checking. That's <laughs> what they
2: call in? the lead balloon sound. <laughs> Wait, actually, exactly. That's funny. You know what's funny about uh, tinfoil hats is most people, you know, think that they keep signals away, but actually I've heard a... A theory that they actually uh, amplified the theory and make it bounce around in your head more. So, uh, some of
8: you tinfoil hat wearers out there, be 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 afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah, I just think I've guessed my next uh, Halloween costume. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you go. You Joe's know, the Tin Man, right? With a, yeah, tinfoil great, hat man. With an <laughs> what is the
2: on, Halloween
1: stuff? costume for this year? What do people go out as? You know.
2: Oh, um, I don't know. What's his name uh, from Iran?
8: I'll go as uh, Ahmadinejad. Actually, you know. most kids can't even say it, so is it it? Okay, you need one of those signs, Hi, my name is Ahmadinejad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, one year I went as Bill Clinton and my girlfriend went as Monica in a blue dress with a nasty stain down the front.
8: <laughs> oh, nasty.
2: And, of course, then the Secret Service came oh. over and they had a conversation
1: with you, Chris, because of your predilection for paranormal research. They said, oh, you're a lunatic, you're insulting. When was this? When did you wear that costume?
2: Uh, I think that was about uh, 2000, maybe. Two, yeah, Christmas 2000. I also was smoking a cigar, you know, had an unlit cigar, and I was calling Monica my little humidor. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, I know that we try to avoid political commentary on the PowerCast. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen very often and when it does, we try to exit that discussion as carefully as we can. Sometimes we do it clumsily, sometimes not. I remi- feel your pain. Say that again. I feel your pain. I feel pain when I try to think whether that imitation is good or not. And I feel a lot of pain. Seriously speaking, Michael Esposito <laughs> joining us this week as we start losing our minds on the Powercast. We have Chris O'Brien as the co-host I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in The Pericast. Pericast. Hey, neighbors, ever thought about creating a website? With HostGator, you can create your own website with your very own .com domain name. HostGator has a free site builder and thousands of design templates to create your website today. Whether you want to create a blog, a photo gallery, a family page, or a website for your business, Hostgator has the right plan for you, starting at less than five bucks a month for ultra reliable website hosting with 99.9% uptime and true 24 by 7 live support available by phone, chat, or email and based right here in the U.S. Don't be left without a website. It's more affordable and easier than you think. Sign up at technightowl.com gator, that's G-A-T-O-R, to get the lowest possible price. At HostGator, that's technightowl.com gator to get a special deal on all their web hosting services.
19: Hi, this is Dwayne Daly with Midas Resources, Precious Metals Brokers, and my phone number is 800-686-2237, extension 115. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then perhaps it's time for a change. You have the opportunity to make a change in November by voting, and the opportunity to make a change in your financial security today by calling me, Dwayne Daly. Get the stability and peace of mind that you deserve with gold and silver, a form of wealth protection for 5,000 years. As the inflation pinch becomes tighter and the dollar continues to devalue, while Stocks remain iffy at best. Stop the bleeding with precious metals. Metals will let you retain your purchasing power, protect your assets, and stop inflation the day you get in. I have many different ways to accomplish this, from metals for possession to IRA rollovers, tax-free, and everything in between. So if you would like to turn your scrambled nest egg into a souffle, call me, Dwayne Daly, at 800-686-2237, extension 115. 800-686-2237, extension 115. If you are ready for a change, please call Dwayne Daly
7: in confusing times. Would a simple outlook on health and beauty make sense?
6: If you're tired of taking dry vitamins without noticing any results, then the Bogdana Nutritional Formula is for you. Easy to take and absorb.
7: The absorption of liquids is 98% in comparison to only 20% for dry vitamins.
6: For the past 25 years, Bogdana Rejuvenating Nutritional Formula has been proven to get results.
7: Detox, nourish, and rejuvenate your body with this one-of-a-kind supplement that contains 150 natural and organic nutrients.
6: And a one month's supply is less than a dollar per day.
7: Take charge of your health and feel the difference with Bogdana Liquid Vitamins or your money back.
6: Go to b o g d a n a com or call 1-800-234-5608.
7: That's BogdanaLiquidVitamins.com or call
6: 800-234-5608. Give your body what it needs and it will perform miracles in return. For inner health and outer beauty, feel a difference with Bogdana Liquid Vitamins today.
13: Two black Berkey elements for only $209. And the Berkey guy will include three Sport Berkey water bottles and ship everything to you free of charge. That's right, three Sport Berkey water bottles and free shipping. An $87 value, yours free. Call the Berkey guy at 1 886 3653. That's 1 886 3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today.
4: Tired of searching for great talk radio?
18: Search no more. I just want to hear more of it.
4: We are the GCN Radio Network. Genesis. Genesis. We want to hear from you. If
0: you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Get in on all the action at forum.theparacast.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that was the absolute worst imitation of Bill Clinton I've ever heard, except for the one that I do, which is, you know, off the
2: charts. Because they never built a chart to... (laughs) Michael, are you ready? You ready for this?
1: Michael Esposito appears here to talk about EVP. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Paracast. And Chris now is going to regale us with another imitation...
2: That's that the only one former, you do. That was a former co-host
8: trying to be the trickster. Oh, see, I thought it was, uh, what was that, the horse's name that went on, uh, the, or actually the cattle. What was that? You horse? know what
1: I think? When you do that laugh, when you do that laugh, I was thinking of the movie Young Frankenstein. Oh, right, Cloris Leachman?
2: Cloris Leachman plays this character, Frau Blucher. Oh, yeah. Blucher. She's a sweetie. I actually did a, a sound uh, for her at a show here in Sedona uh, that was quite fun. She's really uh, an amazing lady. So anyway, getting back to our subject, Michael, uh, ghost hunting uh, just in general, uh, we, we've got a lot of weekend warriors out there now with the popularity of all these shows, ghost hunters, uh, you know, paranormal state. I mean, just there's it seems like every night there's a a, a ghost uh, themed reality show on. What, uh, do you think this is a good thing, um, that we have a lot of people that are inspired by these shows uh, to go out and do their own you know, ghost hunting uh, investigations? Uh, or, or do you feel that this is actually kind of muddying up the investigative waters? Uh, I know you've been doing this for, for many years. Um, you're very methodical when you go out into the field. You have a lot of, of, of gear and you know how to use it why don't you give us an idea of, of how you think first of all that, that this new trend is uh, is impacting the field and then give us some ideas of some of the uh, real groundbreaking techniques that you're uh, taking out into the field it's kind of a two-parter there
8: yeah 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 uh... well first i mean just let me say it's like it's like kind of asking a, a soldier or general of an army if you know, it thinks it's a shame that kids play with toy soldiers I think, you know, that it's nice to have people who are really interested in this and, and thinking about it, you know, um, as long as when people go out, they act responsibly. You know, not everybody's looking to to handle it scientifically. Not everybody's looking to hopefully um, document research that maybe someone down the line will be able to use and actually come up with answers for, you know, based on some of the research you've done and in generations down the road, but it's nice that, that they have interest in it. It's nice that they're thinking about it, as long as they act responsibly when they go out and do it. You know, there are also harmful things out there, so, you know, as long as they act mature and act responsible when they're when doing their investigations. Some of the um, different types of experiments and some of the research that I think is groundbreaking, some of the things that I... I I'm looking forward to working with it actually i started working on it and hit upon it a little bit is uh, as you mentioned earlier Chris um, offline we were talking about some of my ideas about working in tuberculosis sanitarium and bringing in simple lighters and uh, a stand up um, tragedy comic I guess he is he's a, he's a sound or um, a spoken word poet uh does stand-up tragedy to do a piece based on tuberculosis and breathing. Also, well,
2: You mentioned uh, the, the sound of recorded uh, iron lung machines operating. Yeah, the,
8: it, the sound of iron lung machines, but also even more so, I'm more interested in uh, uh, Heidi uh, had introduced me to the sound healing, where I actually have books, uh, they're very old books of different combinations of tonal frequencies to heal different types of ailments, like uh, lungs, heart, you know, uh, gout, you know, whatever, and what they are is they're based from tuning for healing, and they're different frequencies that if you combine into tonal chords would actually act as therapy, um, um, Force so, of these ailments
2: so, so what you 're doing is you 're provoking uh, these disincarnate energies on one hand, and then you 're going ahead and supplying uh, what could possibly be uh, healing type tonal uh, frequencies and and harmonic intervals between uh, healing frequencies. What is the thinking behind that? Why would you want to provoke a ghost for instance
8: well we 're looking we 're provoking for a response now there 's positive and negative reinforcement, obviously. You know, and some of the like the iron lung and the the, the lighter and some of the uh, um, compositions I've created based on uh, situational specific frequencies or period specific frequencies were were sometimes negatively uh, slanted to to produce a reaction to produce a uh, energy, if you will. And the same with the positive too, uh, some of the uh, experiments with the healing frequencies and um, stuff like that
2: so, uh, so the thinking would be what if if you're provoking the ghost, you'd get more uh, adversarial responses, maybe curse words, that sort of thing, and then uh, uh, the exact opposite if you're supplying some sort of uh, positive or healing tonalities into the into the environment then you you would think that you would be getting more positive responses have, have you actually started doing this type of experimental work yet or uh, I know at the Sally House we were uh, working with dissonant frequencies and, and tuning forks have you taken that any further?
8: Oh yeah, yeah. I've done quite a bit of different types of, uh, one of the things I've been doing is, is developing uh, uh, CDs with compositions of frequencies that would only have been found in the locations we were recording at. We did a hospital, and it was active in the 70s and 80s. I literally went through and found different types of EKG and heart machine stuff that were used during that time period, not later models. I mean, the exact same models, and and gleaned the uh, different frequencies off of the sounds of it and then recomposed them into a composition that I played um, at this hospital, and we got just absolutely phenomenal results. Uh, not very pleasant ones, not happy ones, but nevertheless very phenomenal results. Well, that's
2: that's interesting. That's not something a weekend warrior, I think, would come up with. I think you have to really be out there and doing it and and really trying all sorts of different approaches uh, to come up with with some uh, what I consider to be groundbreaking approaches. Where do you see this whole uh, field going? Of course, uh, one of the, the knocks is that the reason why people are getting... Uh, evps is because they use inferior equipment that's one common skeptical argument that you know the cheaper the recorder the more uh chance you you will have of getting evps is there a way uh, is there the gear out there like the spirit and and ovilus and other uh technology that's being devised to uh to to assist investigators so why don't you talk about that a little bit i hate to be the cliffhanger person but you know how it goes
1: we have to break for a few announcements from some friends of the show, and then we'll be back with a whole lot more on this week's episode of the PowerCast. And we do welcome your comments about those snippets of EVP recordings that you heard. Send your comments to news at thepowercast.com, news at com. We'll talk about the equipment in a moment. Michael okay. Esposito joining us, an EVP expert. We have the cliffhanger of the day, which is the equipment that one might use in capturing some of these sounds. Chris O'Brien is our co-host, and he's also work with Michael in some of these investigations. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in... The Paracast.
15: Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the Earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and affording phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox, plus a bonus free email newsletter, Sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to Mr. UFO at WebTV.net. That's Mr. UFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know.
9: Most people know that drinking pure high alkaline pH water is the most important factor in maintaining high energy and vibrant health. Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals. Using Plasma pH Drops, is the best way to make your water alkaline to help you get rid of acid and regain your health and energy. Simply put 10 drops in the water you drink to raise the pH to a healthy level. Alkalizing water helps your body rid itself of acidic waste and increases the oxygen content of your body. Disease organisms like bacteria, viruses and cancer cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops now by going directly to Alcavision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776 today.
7: If you owe the IRS money you can't pay, then listen carefully because you already know that the problem won't go away by itself. You can get help today from the leading tax expert in the country, Dan Pilla. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. The IRS isn't going to just forget about you. Right now, the IRS is hiring thousands of tax collectors to go after delinquent accounts just like yours. That's why you need to take action today, and I can help. I take a simple but proven approach to solving your tax debt problem. First, I stabilize collections so you don't have to worry about wage and bank levies. Next, I build a detailed plan to get your debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even eliminated finally i work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all so call now for a free consultation call 1-800-346-6829 dan pillow will solve your tax problem guaranteed he's helped thousands of people and he can help you too call us today at 800-346-6829 that's 800-34 no tax just
4: what emergencies do i need to be prepared for terrorism economic collapse or the overdue Big Quake the immediate time frame
10: after any disaster when you may be on your own is critical. That's why you need a 72-hour kit from SurvivalSolutions.com Our 72-hour kits have been researched, tried, and tested for three-day survival. 72-hour emergency kits from SurvivalSolutions.com provide 114 essential items including food, water, light, shelter, and warmth, cooking, first aid, sanitation, and communication. Just add your personal items, clothing, and important papers, and you're ready for any emergency. That's 114 essential life-sustaining items. Order now and get a free Millennium Food Bar with each 72-hour kit purchase. Call 801-965-0777 or go to survivalsolutions.com. That's 801-965-0777 or survivalsolutions.com. Home of the
4: complete 72-hour emergency kit. Ten years, a decade of talk. Great talk radio is here on the Genesis Communications Network.
0: This is the Paracast. You never know what's going to happen
1: next. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the sounds that Chris O'Brien utters are the result of smoking too much. And (laughs) the voice will get deeper and deeper and raspier and raspier as we progress with this episode. That was my Halloween voice. Okay. Michael Esposito was our guest. We're talking about EVP. I'm Gene Steinberg. We're in the Paracast. And now... Michael, let's talk about the various equipment methodologies that you are going to enter into.
8: Okay, well, one of the things I want to point out right away uh, is the quote-unquote inferior quality of, usually especially in recording equipment, uh, and don't get me wrong, my dream recording device would be Sound Devices 744T Field Recorder, four grand. I would love one of those if anyone wants to donate. <laughs> but um, You'll have to get in touch with us
1: at news at theparacast.com if you want to donate this device to Michael Esposito, but of course we'd like one for ourselves. I'd like one, Chris, and of course our other co-hosts.
8: Yeah, yeah, they're wonderful. Uh, but 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 nevertheless, a lot of times when you buy more expensive recorders or middle range recorders, if you will, a lot of the things that makes them more expensive is the noise reduction that they build into it, the different chipsets and stuff that really don't do anything more than than mask or reduce the noise. So. I look for sensitivity in equipment anything that 's got a frequency uh, a wide frequency range you know anything that's that 's promoting a frequency range of five or or ten or even fifteen Hertz on the low end you know is picking up lower than that i mean because that 's only the dynamic frequency range that means it 's clearly you know a frequency range that they can easily show it 's very clearly picking up because a lot of people don 't realize and something that it should be realized is that like it's like looking at a spectral view of a waveform. Sound isn't poignant. I mean, you can't say, well, this sound is from 10 hertz to 20 hertz or, you know, whatever, because it tapers off at the ends. So sound is one of those things that is not a very formative or not a very... um, Well, it manifests across a a, a frequency range as opposed... Yeah. Yeah, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. It tapers off
1: at both ends. Ladies and gentlemen, before we continue with Michael Esposito, we've run into some weird problems. Every time he started this current train of thought, we've had to basically start over again because his voice would basically fade out for several words. Like maybe we're getting an inverse form of EVP. So try it All one right. more time, Michael.
8: Audio anomaly. What I was trying to say is that just because we buy a recorder that has a dynamic Range of say 25 hertz, uh, because we have we buy a recorder that has a range of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz for say, doesn't mean it's not recording ranges that are below or above those ranges. It's picking up everything that it can possibly pick up and compress. The dynamic range is what's posted on the side of the box, so I look for things that you know extend that dynamic range as far as possible, knowing full well that we are picking up a lot more frequencies than, you know, they advertise. So when I look for recorders, I don't necessarily look for something that's considered high-end because I know what they're looking to do in a higher-end recorder is mask it or or put sound um, dampening uh, chipsets in there for noise reduction. What I'm looking for is I want that noise. Now, remember, I'm I'm anti sound engineer so I want anti sound engineer equipment in other words just because some people call it cheaper doesn't mean it is to us you know that those are actually I want something that's going to pick up all that hiss and not wipe it out I want something that's going to pick up exactly what it hears I don't want you know the highest end noise reduction Bose you know whatever I won't even touch Bose equipment because they're built on the concept of noise reduction you know and they put that in the filters into the chipsets that are, that are de and and uh, noise reduction right built into the chipsets. That's exactly what I don't want you know so uh that's an interesting theory about whether or not some people make the the claim that we just use cheap equipment because right. to us that's what we want we don't want what they call a high-end equipment is a misnomer because all it is is noise reduction and altering the signal it's receiving. To me, that's cheating. You know, to me, that's cheap equipment.
2: <laughs> it's an interesting perspective. How about, how about developments in the field in terms of uh, gear that's come out? I know some of it's been a little controversial in terms of its, uh, effectiveness and whether it's, it's valid technology, but, uh, why don't you give us an idea of some of the, uh, you know, the, the gear that's out there. that,
8: um, Like the ovulus and yeah. the shack acts and the different uh, radio scanners that will scan through the, the radios. So I've used a lot of different ones, and I continue to experiment with them. They hold a particular fascination for me um, because they're a way of modifying the environment. Basically, in my research, I've come to the conclusion early on that you can affect... Uh, with an A affect three different aspects of our, our, our research. One is you can affect the researcher, in other words, when you go into recording particular attitude you walk in there with, or the expectations you walk in there with, whether or not you slept, if you're on drugs, what have you. Uh, The second aspect you can affect is the entity. In other words, you can try and provoke it in different ways and try and get a response out of the entity. And the third thing you can affect is the environment. And when you affect the environment, you're adding frequencies or different types of sounds or uh, frequency into the environment for the entity and yourself to possibly take advantage of, such as some of these things like the Shack Hack and uh, uh, the ovulus and the Ghost Box and the Frank's Box and the XP and, and all the different types of, of uh, ITC equipment, instrumental transcommunication equipment being developed. It the problem just,
1: I also would see, though, is because of these TV shows, you have lots of just regular people with no skills at investigating anything, just buying up the equipment and then running out there and trying to capture something.
8: Yeah, you get a lot of people buying Porsches for Chicago too, you know, where you can't open them up and ride them on the roads. I mean, that's like, you know, why would anyone spend the money on this really expensive car? It was meant for a flat track, you know, twenty-five miles long.
1: Isn't that about ninety-five percent of the owners of those vehicles, though?
8: Yeah, that's true. I mean, so you, you got to wonder where people spend their money and their motivation behind doing it. Sometimes, you know. So I try not make any kind of judgment on whether or not they go out there and buy all the latest ghost hunting gear and uh, their ectoplasm condensers or whatever, and and go running around. You know, my hopes would be that they'd be interested enough or inquisitive enough that they try and learn something about what makes them work. Or supposed to work, or some of the theories behind what they're looking to to gather from the research. You know, <laughs> you know at the asked least me, learn how to use it. Oh yeah, well, someone asked me just the other day on a radio show. They asked me what I thought the most important piece of equipment for recording EVP is, or for you know researching EVP was. And I said you need to go out and get yourself a pair of good ears. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and that's the matter. It's it's a matter of exercising your hearing. I recommend people listening to electronic, uh, rather uh, experimental music because of the range of uh, frequencies that's typically used in experimental music, uh, electronic music, uh, different types of frequency-based music, different types of frequency-based sound that, that really attunes your ear because the hearing is, is like a muscle like any other. You can really attune your hearing. You can exercise your hearing. Uh, you can exercise your concentration on what you're listening to. Uh, go out and get a good pair of ears. And, and that's really the, the, the best piece of equipment you can get. You know, it doesn't matter what you record on. It doesn't matter what additional equipment you bring into it. If you don't have the attention to listen to it, if you don't have the ear developed for it, you're not going to capture anything.
1: I just know you're going to have opinions about what's happened so far on this episode, especially about those snippets we played of those so-called EVP recordings. You can post your reactions at our forums, forum.powercast.com. That's forum.paracast.com. Of course, first you have to sign up. You have to give yourself a username, and then you're ready to roll. We'll have another session with Michael Esposito on EVP investigations in a moment. Chris O'Brien's the co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Yeah. One more time, that's store.theparacast.com. You can use a major credit card to place your order for the official Paracast t-shirt hey neighbors we have one more thing to talk about and that's more merchandise at the official powercast store we have hats we have jackets we even have a flip video camcorder customized with the powercast logo at the official powercast store it's all now available at the official powercast store store store.thepowercast.com what is a wind generator
17: How can the wind produce power for a small cabin?
6: How can wind energy be stored and used during an emergency? Can I
17: assemble my own wind generator?
9: For answers to questions about wind power, visit windbluepower.com. Did you know the wind could provide your family with emergency power? It can with a wind generator from windbluepower.com. Learn how our amazing Light Breeze wind generator kits start charging a 12-volt battery in just 6-mile-per-hour wind. Or see the new Cyclone X2 dual kit featuring two wind generators on just one tower. And learn why schools and universities across the country utilize our products to teach about wind power and alternative energy at windbluepower.com. All kits qualify for a 30% IRS tax credit for residential energy-efficient properties. Enter coupon code RADIO for a 5% discount at windbluepower.com. That's windbluepower.com. Or call
4: 800-976-0026. That's 800-976-0026. In a coming apart world, you need something to keep it tied together. That something is Atwood Rope, the highest quality rope made in the USA from exotic braids for military, rescue, arborists, boating, tow line, shipyard, or decoration. Quality rope at affordable prices you and your customers can depend on. Find a dealer or shop online at atwoodrope.net. Enter promo code RADIO to receive a free 100 feet of 550 paracord. Atwood Rope, working to keep the world tied together.
5: Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123cheapsolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123cheapsolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123cheapsolar.com.
12: If the cost of your prescriptions are getting out of control, you want to listen carefully to this. RxDrugCard.com is a simple, innovative program designed to give individuals the same purchasing power as large HMOs and insurance companies. As a member of RxDrugCard.com, you'll enjoy savings of up to 80% on all prescription medications at over 52,000 USA pharmacies, including Walmart, Walgreens, and Eckerd's. Don't risk ruining your health by using cheap, counterfeit foreign drugs. This program provides savings on safe, genuine FDA-approved medications with low membership fees unlimited use no age or income requirements and coverage for all pre-existing conditions rxdrugcard.com is an absolute must for anyone who pays for their own prescriptions enroll today for as little as 450 per month at www.rxdrugcard.com and start saving immediately rxdrugcard.com is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee visit rxdrugcard.com or call 888-216-2461 that's 888-216-2461
4: Tired of searching for great talk radio?
18: There's a, a wide range of stuff on here. We are
4: the GCN Radio Network. Genesis.
18: Genesis. You've
6: entered another dimension. You've entered the Paracast.
1: Notice that time, Chris O'Brien did it straight. Straight as an arrow. The voice is not fading. It's still here. Chris O'Brien is the co host. Michael Esposito is the guest. Michael Esposito is talking about EVP. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the PowerCast. This is the final segment of the show. So let's travel to this point in our reality, which is okay, we have this disparate evidence, these strange sounds. And I suppose to some extent they're as good as the person who records them because you could always say, well, it's all fakery. So how do you get beyond it's all fakery, it's all audio tricks, you're an audio engineer, you can make anything happen in the studio. How do you prove them otherwise?
8: Uh, again, one of the things that I used to do quite often was when I'd be in an investigation or an experiment filming. Uh, it's, we've got great abilities to, to film, while we're doing and film the the actual environment. I've also got, I've made use of um, audio um, um, CSI gear, if you will, Um, what is it, different programs and stuff to actually match up uh, vocal patterns and things like that. For um, the FBI and stuff like that, it, it, it comes right down to it. it. It depends on the researcher. I mean, it, there's a way of faking anything if you're going to fake. And if the researcher's ethics are to the point where they're going to damage the research and the work that we're doing because they want to um, fake EVPs or even take EVPs from other places and claim they're for him or whatever i've had that i've run across that where they someone took uh, evps off of a website split them up and claimed that they were captured at a different location uh, things like that really do hurt the research and um it's it's like any other field medicine law whatever it's based on the moral fiber of the investigator
1: Okay, so now we go to the skeptical community, we go to the traditional scientific community, and what do we tell them? What do we say we've learned so far since the first EVP recording was made with that Edison cylinder?
8: Well, I suppose we could tell them that uh, we've got more questions than we started out with, which should say something on its own. Um, Because I I think it's like the ever-revealing science of God, where science wanted to prove that God didn't exist and in doing so came to the conclusion that God had to exist Uh, (laughs) so uh, the more we delve into this the more questions that we're coming up with and the fact that we've got more questions than ever before should prove the validity of its existence as a a subject Uh, as far as the skeptical or critical community keep up the good work We need to be kept on our toes and we need additional brain power. We need uh, to be thinking about the things that they're thinking about. Audio, Rorschach, uh, trickery, uh, radio waves, you know, all the critical responses, all the critical reviews mean so much to me because they expand my world in places that I may not have gone being a believer.
2: Good answer. I like that. It's always good to be open-minded and, and forward-looking and, and taking, uh, I, I think some of our skeptics uh, out there actually come up with great questions on the Paracast Forum. We have several skeptics that always keep me thinking and always keep me kind of scratching my head going, well, why didn't I think of that? So that's, that's a very good answer, Michael, and I, I really uh, admire the amount of uh, effort and energy and time that you've put into, uh, into this whole uh, realm of exploration. And um, you know, I think it's people like you, really, that um, that help move proto-scientific fields like the science of EVP forward, and it's really good to know that uh, there are folks like you out there, and, and again, you know, it was great for you to be on the show. What um, what other things do you have in the uh, pipeline right now? Do you have any
8: investigations coming up? Okay. I just spoke at the University of Illinois in Chicago on, it was a class on uh, memory and remembrance. Um, uh, got a concert coming up in Mexico City with Mickey Van Haswolf based on compositions with EVP in, in uh, October 28th.
1: You mean you're making music out of this?
8: Yeah, actually, yeah. if you go to, to Discogs, www.discogs, D-I-S-C-O-G-S dot com, type in my name and you can find compositions. What I do is I record uh, the structure itself. We didn't get into the whole uh, residual EVP thing. But I record the atmosphere, I record for EVPs, then I record the actual walls, the floors, the windows, the actual structure itself, and then break them apart and build them into a composition that acts as not just an entertaining uh, experimental music piece, but also as a scientific document, sort of an audio archaeological picture of the environment that I capture the EVP phenomena in. Kind of like a mood music kind of thing. Yeah, like ambient or um, um, electronic feel to it. It's field. Rec- it's a combination of uh, field recording and uh, ambient type of experimental music. So uh, it's really yes. interesting stuff, yeah.
1: We'll <laughs> have to put out an iTunes album on that. Let me ask you, because we only have a couple of minutes left, where do we go with the research from here on? What... Is the end game? What do we have to do to prove that this stuff is real, and what the cause might be?
8: Um, end game. That's an interesting question. I don't think there'll be an end game in our in our lifetime. Uh, my goal in my work in my research is to simply collect and present evidence in a clear and honest form that maybe someday a uh, researcher or scientist. Generations down the road, when quantum physics have, have gone even further than they are now, we'll be able to use to to come up with with some of hard answers to some of the questions we have about our own immortality.
1: Can we tie in EVP phenomena to any other so-called paranormal events?
8: Visual manifestations. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure I understand the question. Tie it in how.
1: Well, I'm just thinking in terms of anything, in terms of people who see ghosts in a haunted house, things like that, poltergeist phenomena.
8: Well, there are people that are considered audio clairvoyant where they actually hear voices of the dead on a real-time basis. But I like to work with psychics because I like to capture voices that confirm that the psychics are actually talking to people of the dead. In other words... Uh, for example, um, uh, with Robbie Thomas, he was in, in Dead Whisper. He was talking to a boy, and he says, what's your favorite time of year? And then he has a space, and then he says Christmas. Well, the EVP we caught in between the, the two comments was a voice saying Christmas, which indicates that he actually heard the, the entity say Christmas. Yeah, or provoked a, provoked a pre, cognizant response right exactly you know so so that's the connection there between you know psychic mediums and and EVP um, EVP is a highly interdisciplinary uh, research field it borrows from everything from communication to um, quantum physics and uh, and history and and um, music and so many different disciplines that it allows us to broaden our, our research field to a lot broader areas than um, any, other, any other type of research.
1: I'll tell you what, we're just about out of time, Michael. Tell our listeners where they can find more of the things you do. you have a website?
8: Uh, no, not present, but again, they can go to Discogs, uh, again, www.discogs.com. And Google my name, Mike Michael Esposito in the Discogs website, and you'll have all of my releases and my recordings, including some research material, all there that they can uh, purchase or on C D baby there's a there is a iPod album called the John Mowat Lumber Mill Tests, which is available for iTunes download.
1: So what can I say, neighbors? There you have it. You have the audio clips. We played each and every one that Michael Esposito gave us twice to give you a chance to review them. You can listen to them over and over again and come to your own conclusions. As far as I'm concerned, they don't really sound like anything that came from out there, another dimension, another plane of existence, or whatever— You come to your own conclusions and let us know. Chris
2: O'Brien, where do we find more of the things that you do? Ourstrangeplanet.com. We live on a strange planet. It's our strange planet. And, of course, on the Paracast forum. Michael Esposito, co-host Chris O'Brien.
1: Thank you both for making this a great experience on the Paracast. Thank
2: you, Gene. The Paracast is a
0: copyright presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in
4: next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.